Hello, Couple Synergy listeners. Welcome to another episode of Couple Synergy. This week we have a Labor Day special. This is a double header. We are interviewing two different couples, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. Darren and Karen and Beth and Mike. And, uh, you know, just kind of buckle in because this is a two hour episode. Yeah, Darren and Karen came on and shared their story, and you'll hear them talk about a lot of red flags that they survived. They're a really amazing couple. And then Beth, who's Karen's sister, and her husband, Mike, who happens to be my cousin, join us and share their story. Just to kind of give you a heads up, Darren uh, just quit smoking before we started uh, recording the podcast, <laughs> and so he has a little fidget clicker, uh, clicker that is kind of going off during the session, during the uh, the interview, so you'll, you'll hear that. Yep, so just look past that and hear this great story. And without further ado, here we go. It's easier to walk away. Oh, it's so much easier to quit. But it's better at the other side. Because then you find out who each other really are. You, you find out what kind of, what you're really made out of. How tough are you? Right. How thick is your skin? You know what I mean? Well, uh, the stuff the kids have said. The kids, I mean, the kids have I, I know, me. I know people di- have. Divorced, that, Dad. I'm sick of the fighting. Yeah, and I know people that, you know, some of my friends who... Some of them know what we went through, and they're like, hey, "How? Like, how did you, could you even be with her?" I said, "It's unconditional, man. I, I, I knew from the first time I met her that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her, and it was just, I don't, I, I just don't see that ever changing." Take a girl and a guy, and they fall madly in love and form a family. Sprinkle in some counseling degrees and a doctorate, a dream of transforming relationships as we know it. And 20 years later, we give you power couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. And this is their podcast, Couples Synergy. Welcome back to another episode of Couples Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean. I'm Dr. Ray. And I'm Jean. And this is our podcast about love, marriage, and relationships. Check us out online at couplesynergy.com. And be sure to subscribe to our podcast or send us any suggestions on topics you'd like to hear more about. And now on to Couple Synergy, an in-depth look at love, marriage, and relationships, where we bring you our experiences with working with thousands of couples for over 15 years. You know, every day we get to hear intimate details about a couple's celebrations, disappointments, and everyday challenges. We've often wished these stories were shared because we know we are more similar than different. And so we've created not only an avenue where you can hear about people's intimate lives, but an atmosphere where people come over to our home pub, pour a drink, and share their stories. People like today's guests, Darren and Karen, welcome to the podcast. Thank you guys for joining us. Thanks for having us. Yeah, thanks for having us. Mm-hmm. You guys, this is your first time down in Jaxie's Pub. What do you guys think? That's <laughs> pretty awesome. I'm moving in. I'm glad your kids moved out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. it, it definitely passes the time for us. Man, you're sure. going to have a tough time getting me out. Of <laughs> it's like, I don't got to go to work till Monday. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is going to be a great podcast. This is going to be very interesting. Mm-hmm. And I'm just excited to see what comes about because you guys have some awesome stories. Sure. And we are really looking forward <laughs> to hearing the story. But before we do that, awesome. maybe you guys can tell us a little bit about yourselves. What do you guys do for a living? How old are you? How long have you guys been together? I'm 50. I'm at home now. I was in retail sales for a long time in the party business, probably on and off for 15 or 20 years. And we met in 1987. So we've known each other for probably 32 years. So we got married in 88. Okay. 
86? Well, that's probably when they know they knew each other. They met each other. Right. Well, yeah, I guess the first meeting. 86, so that's 31. Yeah, we never one. We, we didn't start 30. dating immediately. We just met each other. She was seeing a guy that I worked with, so I just thought it'd be, you know, kind of dick thing to move right in and start <laughs> no, trying it's not to how that went. one of the guys I worked <laughs> such with. such a yeah. <laughs> But not, no, I, I knew from the moment I first saw her that I was, was pretty much going to be with her. I, I knew right away. Are you guys the same age? No. No, I'm, what, five years? Five years. So how old were each of you when you guys met? <laughs> 18, 19? You're, yeah, you were 18 and I was 23. Can you tell us the story? Of how you guys met? Well, I my I was already married at the time. Yeah, you were separated. I was separated because yeah, we were having problems at at twenty three with four kids. Yeah. Wow. How old were you when you got married the first time? Twenty one. It was twenty. Yeah, and then yeah it was twenty. Because didn't last long. We had three kids, and she already had a kid, and uh, we met in the navy. And it just wasn't working out. So I and I was working at a bike shop, a motorcycle shop. I worked with her boyfriend. At My the boyfriend, time. yeah. We our she our was, roommates moved out. That was why we had because yeah. Kevin, who Kevin broke his leg. But I think the question was: Is how did we? Where did we meet? We met at the bike shop. Did we meet came, at the bike shop? Yep. It was the first time I saw you. Yeah. Well, you saw. Oh, well, yeah. Because I came in and met all the guys while Cape was working. And it was yeah. like, oh, I walked in the garage and this is so-and-so, you know. And you had on a brown dress. Yeah. Yeah, because I was the, working at the, Front Row then. The brown dress with the white. Like Wacoma pottery. Truffle, what is it, a truffle collar? Yeah. Yeah. The lace. Yeah. I'll never forget it. <laughs> <laughs> the things that stick in your brain, that's funny. Well, we hear that a lot. We hear yeah. that oh, know, well, couples yeah, have been just... together a long time. They knew right when they met each other. I, yeah, like I said, I, I knew right away. I'm not sure if she did. We were pretty attracted fairly quickly, I think. Yeah, and we didn't do the whole locking eyes thing, though. Yeah, no, it wasn't I just, bad. I just caught you looking. <laughs> you guys did the sideways dance. Right, right. <laughs> pretty much. So did you guys go on a date? Did you just hang out? I don't know if we went on a date. No, you moved um, in because I, the other other apartment, the other bedroom was empty, and he was like, he was sleeping on his boss's couch, and his boss lived a couple blocks from where our apartment was in Seville. And then Kate was like, well, hey, we have a another bedroom. And that was, the, that was the, probably the stupidest thing I ever did. The other couple moved out. <laughs> He's like, if you want, you can come, you know, stay with us. And then, I don't know, by the end of the lease, Kate moved out. And, <laughs> and that was the guy you were dating? Yes. Okay. Yeah, I think we'd been together for, I don't know, a year or two, maybe. Yeah, it kind of helped him out. Yeah, you did a little. Well, the, yeah. <laughs> you should leave. Pretty much, <laughs> you helped him out, like move out. Is that what you're saying? Like, I can, I pretty much convinced him to just go ahead and move out. Well, and I know there was one. <laughs> there was one altercation at the bar. I'm pretty sure you threw him down a flight of stairs. That was after we started seeing each other. Oh, that would definitely help him move out. <laughs> Where, did you end that relationship first, or did you guys just sort of happen? I don't think so. I think it just sort of morphed. I don't think there was like an official. I'm breaking up with you. It was just sort of like, well, I'm seeing him now. Pretty much. So figure it out sort of thing. I don't, so, yeah. Find the which we still talk now, which is really funny. Like, we're still friends. <laughs> but yeah, I was basically told him to find the door. And he eventually left. And of course, he didn't really go away. But he Yeah, left. he kept trying to talk to me for a little while. Well, we were together. We, well, we finally moved out of the 
the apartment that moved in to your mom's. To my place. mom's house. I think we went to my mom's apartment first. And, you know, you weren't pregnant. No, I wasn't pregnant. But we got, so we got married before we actually found out you were pregnant. Right. How, how long were you guys dating before you got married? Like a year. Yeah, maybe a year. Is there an engagement story? No, not really. <laughs> I just went through a divorce. Yeah, he was not wanting to get married. And I, yeah, I didn't. I didn't really ever. I didn't want to get married again. Mm -hmm. I just thought, man, this it just sucked. And then the divorce was even worse. Even though it was only three years together, the divorce just didn't go good at all. Dad didn't get any custody of my kids. Yeah, there was a lot of issue with the kids mm -hmm. and things like that. I'm sure we'll late. get into. Yeah. Did you get visitation at least? Yeah, he had visitation, but I there was a lot visitation. of stuff with her taking the kids in different states and then we wouldn't see him and we were trying to track him down and then we'd see him for get regular visits for a while and then she'd be gone again for nine months or a year and then she'd call us when she had a problem or we'd have to pick him up at the police station because she left him alone for two weeks. There was a lot of issues. <laughs> well, we so, helped, we yeah. helped her move. I don't know how many times. Right. We did help her move. I, and and I invited her to move she in. She actually did live with us for six a week months. or two. Or no, six months. six months. Yeah, know. about six months. Wow. Because we went yeah. up to drop the kids off and the, the place they were living in was a hovel. There was, I mean, there was a hole next to the toilet you could see to the floor below. And I was like, dear, we can't leave the kids here. Yeah. I'm like, no one should be in this house. They were in Fort Wayne, Indiana, and it, we were in our house in Carpentersville at that point. And I just said, I'm like, we're going to take the kids back. You need to pack up your stuff and you can come stay with us till you get back on your feet to find a decent place because this is not a decent place for the kids. So she was reluctant, but she did. She, uh, Christina came and lived with us for six months with all four of the kids. And we had, I think we had Jackie and DJ by that point. They were little. Yeah, we did. I think they, I mean. So. Five kids, you guys, and his ex-wife. Yeah, six. In, six in the kids. same house. Yeah, in the same house. In the same three-bedroom house. Yeah. The same three-bedroom Yeah, because the four girls, we put all four girls into one bedroom. Yep. Wow. Oh, so yeah. how did you guys decide to get married then? Five girls. <laughs> I asked. I was the one that proposed. You yeah. pr you proposed? Mm -hmm. <laughs> Twice, because he told me no the first time. <laughs> Look at that. Very progressive. What, how did you feel about that? I was playing a little hard to get. <laughs> I don't know. We were we were on vacation in Washington, D.C. And I, I think I asked you before we left. But you did ask me before we left. And I said, no, I don't yeah. ever want to be married. I don't ever want to be married. Let's just, this we're is good, working out really we well. Let's just keep it the way it is. We went to. We were in Washington, D.C. We drove in a car. Yeah, that Cavalier. Station, we looked at that up a, the other day. What was it? It's a 1984 Cavalier yes. wagon. With my mom and Beth and Judy. Her, Beth and Judy being her two younger sisters at yeah. the time. Because Judy was like 10 or something. 10 and Beth was like 12 or 13. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we went to go see my aunt and uncle in Washington, D.C. because they lived in Arlington. They worked for the State Department. So you could stay at their house and... Yeah, and we it was also April, and it was cherry blossom. Cherry blossom, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah time, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, cherry. It was. It, it's unbelievable, man. They it just litters the streets. I don't know if you've ever seen it before, but we really have not. Cool. And you know, our son lives there, right? Him and Angie. Oh, it's it's yeah. pretty cool. You you've never seen. Uh, it's just we've seen the these, trees, but not when they've been in. Yeah, they right, full right. bloom, and then they lose all their it's like snowy all the all the um, petals and everything, and then it's just the whole ground is completely white. Wow. It's like snow. But it's, it was actually pretty cool. And of course, you know, we're in the capital, so 
which little, is cool. Yeah, oh yeah. You know, yeah, just, I'm, a, I'm a huge history buff. I love old history, American history, um, and some of the stuff that our forefathers went through to, you know, to start yeah. to start this country. Mm-hmm. It's a pity to see what's going on today, but because. Yeah, sidetracking. Don't start talking politics. I'm not talking politics. I'm just saying our four. So she asked you, you say no. Yeah. And then that's in April. How much time passed? Well, we, no, it was, I think it was that week because we spent the week sightseeing, going to the zoo, going to Mount Vernon, going to the Capitol and all the different stuff. And then the last day, I said, hey, let's get married. I go, let's just call and see what they do in Washington. You see what you got to do to, you know. You wanted to get married right then and there. Yeah. Oh, all right. So. We called and you just had to like have your license and stuff. So we went to the ju- <laughs> <laughs> we went to the justice of the peace and and went to a law, law library. My grandma was there and she gave me her wedding ring to borrow. So she came and then my mom. I mean, we were like in blue jeans. I have the funniest pictures from it. And Judy's like ten and she's laughing her butt off behind us in the in the in the law library. And yep. we got married right there. You didn't need a blood test. You didn't need. Just had to get a license. Yeah. And we got married right there. Is that is that kind of the pattern of how you guys operate? Like we have this theory of how your wedding goes. So does your marriage. And like, got to get it right now. Let's do it. <laughs> it's some done. Of it, some of it. Some of it's kind of. Yeah. yeah I, I mean, because so. we ended up having another wedding back in 94. Was it 94 or 96? We did that. Like a big one. Uh, oh, uh, I you did. can't remember that. We spent so much money with it. Yeah, it, it was the big Catholic. I had the eight bridesmaids and two thousand dollars worth of flowers because we had flower arches and flowers down the aisle of the church. And, and to pay off a Catholic priest. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, you did have to sign a contract. Had, yeah, 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 you did have to sign a contract because I'm Catholic. But at that time, the kids had been baptized and stuff, and I was actually in the choir at St. Catherine's. So in the, I was teaching CCD sometimes too. So the kids were being raised in the Catholic faith. So he just had to sign a contract saying that he wouldn't not allow the children to be raised in the Catholic faith. As long as us and the kids were practicing Catholicism, he didn't have to convert. <laughs> so like, why did you guys have the, the big wedding then since you, you'd already gotten married? Oh, you'd have to ask her that. Uh, <laughs> okay. I was pretty happy with the money that I had in my pocket. <laughs> every girl wants that big white wedding. I think it's just that dream that you have that you want that big white with everybody and your dad walking you down the aisle. Because my mom was at our first wedding. My dad wasn't there, uh-huh. obviously, because we were vacationing with my mom. And I think you just have, and you didn't have a big wedding with your first marriage either. So that was the other thing as we had talked about. So like we were both in white, he wore a white tux and I had the white dress on. And So how long after the first marriage was this big shindig? Well, we got married in 88. And then the wedding, I want to say was in 94, right? And how old were your kids at the time? They were little, three and four, maybe Jacqueline and DJ. Yeah, I think they were three or four because they were fl- yeah, ring bearer and flower girl. Yeah, because he's sporting. Uh, yeah, because I want to say he was he might have been in kindergarten or pre, he was in preschool and Jackie he was in wasn't. He was in preschool and Jackie was in kindergarten. It's about the time you signed him up for dancing. Yeah. Poor kid. So who said I love you first? She said I love you first. <laughs> she did? Even though you're the one that was pursuing her? I was I was more or less just happy with what we had going on, and then she wanted to get married, <laughs> like, and not have any kids. Four I'm kids like, later. Yeah. <laughs> Why you want to ruin a good thing? Hmm. Why you want to get married? Hmm. It's fine the way it is. Right. He's not always very good at expressing emotion, so 
I think I express it and bring it out of them more often. Is that true? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Case in point. Yes. Right. <laughs> yeah, like you're never going to be that person that's going to write me poems and strudel petals across the floor. No, and, I'm. You know, I'm but you'll be the guy. one that takes a day off work and surprise me and takes me downtown to the garden show because you know it's my favorite thing to do. Yeah. So that's the kind of romance I get. I'll even take you to the crappy one over at the Holiday Inn tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do you guys deal with conflict? It depends on what the conflict is. I we think. just yell at each other sometimes. We and don't yell very often, though. I'm no, I yell more than you do most of the well, time. You just, you just yell at inanimate objects. Yeah, it's not that I'm yelling. <laughs> so I don't. I don't yell at her. I'm not. She knows that I'm not really. I'm not really mad at her. I'm just mad in general. So I get emotional and I start to speak loud and say some stupid stuff. And she knows that it's not, you know, it's not that I don't sit there and call her stupid or anything. Like no, that. you're never going to name her. Yeah, I don't do that. I, I just, I'm, I'm upset with the situation. So yeah, it's, there's no name, no real name calling. It's be more, if anything, it's just be like, you know, shut up. Don't say a word because all your, every time you open your mouth, <laughs> you're just pissing me off even more. Well, I was going to say, I don't think we've been in a fight. It's been years and years since we've been in a fight against each other about something. Oh, since like one of us has slept on the couch or the whatever. I mean, yeah, we didn't I mean, even it's do that. Been, yeah, it doesn't I mean, last that long. It's really. been... It's probably been 15 or 20 years since best we part, fought like best that. part about fighting is making up, honey. Everybody knows that. That's <laughs> the best part. So you guys haven't made up in 15 to 20 years. Right, you know? Yeah, uh, I mean, usually yeah, if we... he's yelling about something, it's because the computer won't reboot. And then I'd be like, why are you in here throwing stuff in the garage? Stupid computer. I'm like, oh, well, that's helping. So your your conflict has changed over the years, though. Yeah. 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 Yeah, most definitely. Well, I think it was hard because when we had the kids and there was, like you said, there was different points with the stepkids when... You know, we'd have them and then we'd have them for nine months and then she'd take them on a visitation and then she'd decide she's keeping them. And then we'd go to try to get them back and she's moved, yeah. mm. you know, and then it was like a cat and mouse game trying to find the kids. And she went from Wisconsin to Indiana to Iowa, Iowa you know, and we were like, you guys chasing after her, yeah, trying chasing to get, the kids. Yeah, we and chasing then, her I, mean, we, I never knew where she might have to rely on my mom. And she was only Whenever. halfway telling because your mom didn't yeah. like me. So mm -hmm. she was only halfway helpful of giving So I had to rely on my mom in order to talk to my kids occasionally whenever she would track them down because my ex-wife. And of course, this time. is back before well, internet and, mm -hmm, you know, cell right. phones and all the tracking and all the social media and yeah. stuff. So it's like when you're gone, it you're gone. It was before mm -hmm. they actually had child, like, parenting laws and stuff. Mm -hmm. like, right. Because well, now, now I believe with a divorce, I don't think you can take the child out of state. No, I don't think so. Right? No. And well, she, and the other thing yeah, is, we had her proven an unfit parent in Illinois, which is why we had the kids, and she had taken them. Yeah. And they said, "Oh well, she's in Wisconsin now, so you have to prove her an unfit parent in Wisconsin." In Wisconsin. Mm. I'm like, "Why? Because she got a brain transplant when she crossed the state line." Right. I'm like, "The kids are still in danger." Yeah. 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 So, so what was what was that like being a step parent for you? enjoyed it i think i always liked being i always yeah. had that vision of i wanted to be a housewife and a mom mm -hmm. that's my happiest spot is to be at home cleaning the house cooking dinner okay well it's a princess in a big I'm, house of I, being listen, a housewife i'm pretty and a mom. sure when we met it was more of a princess thing well i still have a little bit of princess in me if we've gone glamping big, honey with a, with, a, with a big disney like Castle House. Yes. What, well, what do you mean a princess powerful. thing? What do you mean by that? 
she, uh, uh, yeah, she. I just, have very high end tastes most of the time. You're high maintenance. I am high maintenance. She's very high maintenance. <laughs> <laughs> we've dealt with it. You have your own little issues too, but I mean, we've dealt with you know. No, and I, I and yeah. I've gotten, I've calmed down a little bit over the years, you know. But what was it about the other person that you fell in love with? It was blue eyes. <laughs> well, it certainly wasn't your cooking. Yeah. <laughs> I could not cook when we got married. I could not cook. Yes. I made like she a couple of things. Couldn't even use really a microwave. I, I could yeah. cook everything in the microwave. I could cook well, like no, that came, that came along. That came a little yeah. bit later. That came a little bit later where she it's, could actually literally cook a whole entire dinner in a microwave. In the microwave. I can make a whole make thing come work. out. Yeah. But you should probably have a cook-off with Gene one of these days. I'm like, mm. I have only learned <laughs> to cook. Are you a microwave cooker too? <laughs> I'm not much of a cooker at all. No. <laughs> I've only learned to cook the last couple of years since I've been off working full time because I was so, I spent so much time at work then I was at home. So I started getting on Pinterest. And then Pinteresting recipes and then trying mm-hmm. to perfect. So them. recipes, that's the key. So yeah. I've not I've not gone there yet. Yeah. So that's what I've done. I, I mean, and there's been a couple that have been like, okay, we can't eat this. <laughs> Let's order no, pizza. Yeah. There's been a couple where we, <laughs> we're like, ooh, what do you Here, I try do? this. Tell me what you think. It'd be like, ah oh, man, we gotta order. I gotta order. I've yeah. gotten much better though. I'm I'm a brutally honest person. Yeah, I'm pretty honest too. Though. Yeah, we we kind of yeah, get that. Yeah, from you, yeah. we are. We're we're pretty much honest with each other. That's don't definitely like... something we have in common. Oh yeah, we don't. There's no sugar coating. Nope. Don't ask me if you don't want to know. One of the, I think one of the best, one of the best analogies of that. When I used to race, <laughs> you already know what I'm going to say. <laughs> so anyway, I was. We were. This ra- is not your scooter. <laughs> No, I had. No, I, I used, so I raced four wheelers uh, on a race track, on a, on a motocross track. Mm-hmm. Um, jump, turn, you know, all the whole thing. I'd jump, you know, whatever. Whatever anybody else was doing, I was doing. I, I was 44 years old racing against kids. And I thought, man, you know, I finally, I guess it was probably my midlife crisis. He, yeah. Well, I think okay. you always wanted buying, to go yeah, fast. Instead of buying a Corvette, uh, I, I just got, I got me a four wheeler and went, we, we went racing and we had a lot of fun. And it was a family thing. We always, the family always went with, the family always helped out uh, with everything. Right, uh, came to the track, we'd jugs, get up early. Getting stuff yeah. set up, all that stuff, yeah. Although they'd sleep all the way to the track, but when we got there, they would <laughs> jump up and start helping out. And uh, and you guys have eight kids? <clears throat> all together, well, yeah. All together, Six girls, yeah. two boys. <laughs> yeah, the other, the other four, live in, they live in Iowa. Right, right. So anyway, I was. We were at a race. I think it was the first race because normally it's a two race format. I, I was kind of running in like I don't know fourth. Was it like fourth place or <laughs> something? Because <laughs> anyway, so the first the first moto is like only for like a gate pick. The second moto is the one that really counts. And I was just like whatever, you know. I'm, I'm I was content with fourth place, and I kind of sally to jump, which means. You backed I, off of it. I, I totally backed off of it. I let off the throttle and, you know, I stayed in fourth place instead of going for it. I probably could have picked up a couple of positions had I just went ahead and jumped mm-hmm. it. Anyway, long story short, try to make it short. I come off the racetrack and she comes up to the four-wheeler looking at me like, I'm going to smack you. What the hell was that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what? She's like, I saw that. She's like, you just going to Sally? I'm like, uh well yeah I kind of had some traffic she's like no 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 she's like I saw the whole thing she's like uh 
you know, if you're just going to sally and not even try, then what's the point in even doing this? <laughs> and I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, who are you? What'd you do with my life? Where's the supporters, right? <laughs> she was. She was. She was being pushing. supported. She in was her being, I'm like, this is expensive. You're yeah. dragging us out yeah. here. It's costing us a couple Drag hundred bucks out every here, yeah. weekend. And, it's yeah. a $10,000 machine yeah. you've She's invested in. Like, you could have gotten second out of that. Quad. Instead, you just went ahead and settled for fourth. And she goes, that's <laughs> yeah. not why we're here. And, it doesn't do us any good unless you're podium finishing. Hey, has that been helpful in your relationship? The fact that you guys just call each other out on on it. I think so. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. We're brutal. Like you said, we're brutally honest with each other. Yeah, because yeah, it helps us oh, yeah. with support, so we can so, we know when we can. So if I come home from work and she paints the living room, like nope. while I'm gone, okay, and I don't like it, I'd be like, "That looks like crap. I don't like it." <laughs> I thought we were going to talk about this first. She's like, "Well, I just wanted to try it," and normally it's. Just a, a little spot where she'll try it, and I'll be like, "No, that's not." And I, yeah, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I don't, don't sugarcoat yeah. stuff for each mm-hmm. other. That's we're pretty just, much. Have you right. always been like that? Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, we're even just probably more so to our kids too. I mean, yeah, our I'm, kids are pretty brutally honest now too with their yeah, humor they're <laughs> being raised by us. <laughs> yeah. Was there a time that it, it didn't go well? Oh yeah, we've had our moments. yeah, we've had our issues. We've had our issues. We've like that one time when you had a boyfriend. Yeah, yeah, I had uh, a boyfriend for a while. So that well. didn't go so well. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> What's so, the story with that? So I don't know. It was a combination of things. I handled things wrong. You handled things wrong. I had a boyfriend for a while. How um, far into the relationship? How long um, were you married when that happened? Eight. No. No, more than that. Eighty-eight, ninety-eight. And how old are the kids? The kids were in grade school. Like DJ was in fifth grade. Jacqueline might have been in middle school, sixth grade, I'm thinking. Well, how much older is Jacqueline than Shani? Well, Shani's 21 and Jacqueline's 30. Nine years. So nine years? Nine years into your marriage? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it was right after, what is it, the eight, what is that, the eight year itch or something like that? Seven year itch. Seven year itch. Seven year itch. So you were a little late. So thanks. (laughs) <laughs> she um, held out. For yeah. So I don't know. I mean, we were having a rough patch. I think I had gone back to work. You were stopping at the bar a lot on the way home from work, which aggravated me a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And I, it was just one of those things that we were working together and ended up hitting it off type thing. And yeah, because apparently I was a bit of a jerk. Well, you were a bit of a jerk. There was a lot of times yeah. I felt like I was a single parent. You didn't go to parent teacher conferences. You didn't participate in the stuff the kids were doing in school and I felt like I was a single mom but I was married. How long was that going on for? Five or six years at least. Before yeah, before was... you had a, an affair? Well, no. no. I know the boyfriend was there for five or six okay. years. Okay, oh, yeah. that was okay. five or six years. Yeah, because yeah, so... yeah, most of it was because I, I wasn't ever there. Right. But I, I also worked a lot. You so did I was work trying a lot. To, I was trying to... And we should, we both handled it Did wrong. you it Did you know she had a boyfriend? Not right away. Unless you suspect it. I suspected it. That's probably why. That's why I started going That's to probably why he stopped, started drinking more because he suspected. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Didn't know how to handle it. And, so do you guys stay living together? No, we actually split up for we a while. We did split up for a little bit. But we lived together for, I don't know, most of the relationship, I guess. I don't know. I think we were only apart for like a year. Yeah. Because I, I ended up moving out with the boyfriend. I moved in with my sister for a little while. For a little bit. And the kids were where? With her. They were with me. Okay. Oh, because I right. stayed in the house for a little bit. But when did I move into the... I moved into the apartment on Washington at some point. 
And then you had Jackson DJ. I had, and I had I the little did, ones. I had Jackson DJ with me on the... Because they were still going to school, and, and that what made more sense. Because mm-hmm. they were going to school. Right. And that was tough. It was. Trying to be a single father. Oh, my God. That and was like... I was so you like, were both single parents. Yes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can, hear, I can tell you right now to try and hold down a full... The, yeah. I do it much it's, better being in the house on the house front than he does. He doesn't do it very well. No, because it's hard. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're it's working really full time. Oh yeah, I'm working full time. Yeah, we were both working full time at that point. Yeah, she's busy. She was with the boyfriend, so all I had was just me and the two kids. And right, and then he would. Up, you did you and off you, to school, school make sure and you they did had go lunch. to daycare though and pick up the two little ones till I got off work sometimes too. Right. Yeah, and um, you would pick up was, Shannon yeah, and Devin. God, it was so hard. I, I could tell how frustrating it was. You're you're doing that fidgeting thing. He's got a little fidget clicker. Fidget clicker. Because he's uh, quit smoking. Right? One month. That's awesome. Yeah. After 30, 35 <laughs> years, I smoked. Yeah, I know. I'm excited and you I, quit. And, uh, the heart attack the, didn't yeah, make you quit. The, the freaking part, it was a flu pack, made you it quit. Was, it was a pack a day. Well, I smoked. So I'm saving like $45 a week. Yeah, it was like wow. $170 yeah. a month. Mm-hmm. I crunched the so, numbers for him. I was yeah. like, what? Buy a bottle of Don Julio instead. <laughs> yeah, not to mention uh, saving your heart there too, yeah, right? Yeah. We'll get to that. We'll get yeah. to that. That's yeah. So, thing. so you move out. So I move out, and we're in the apartment, and the guy I'm with commits suicide. Let's me find him oh. after I've been dating him for six or seven years. Oh. Well, because we never, we never really stopped seeing each other. We didn't. Our attraction has always been, even while I was seeing, yeah. Him. So she gets we a boyfriend. We still kind of would still see each other. Oh yeah, you show up at my house all the time. <laughs> it wasn't all the time. Once a week, maybe. My ass. It was like two or three times a week. <laughs> Only some weeks. I had to get the kids from you too because you had right. the kids. So you were living with the boyfriend yeah. for five years? No, 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 not no, even. no, not, no. Even. not even. Six months. Not even. Six months. We've been months. dating. Okay. Well, I was still at home in our house right. for six or seven years. Okay. And then I was like, and you right. had more children too, right? Yeah. We had Shannon and Devin. Uh-huh. So, so by that time we have all four of our kids and that's where he took the two older ones and I took the two younger ones. Yeah. So, cause it was just easier. They were in daycare mm-hmm. and whatnot. Yes. And, and were you, were you planning on still mm-hmm. maintaining those two relationships or was it getting more At serious? At some point, I don't know. We filed for divorce. Both of us filed for divorce. Yeah, we spent a lot of money on lawyers. For not to get divorced. Sure. I don't know. We always say we're not divorced because we're bad at paperwork, you know, because we're just, you filed and I filed and and then Marty died. Yeah, all the all the paperwork was done. All we yeah, had to sign it. was sign it. And we, but we were was, still just hesitant. I think mm-hmm. we just still knew mm-hmm. that, you was, know. Was he depressed? Did you he know? He was. He had been, there was a lot going on that I didn't know and didn't find out till afterwards. He had been. And I knew he dabbled in cocaine and hung around cocaine, but he had got caught the second time in DuPage County with cocaine and they were coming after him with that one, two, three strike law or whatever. Mm -hmm. So when he got caught when he was 19, now that he was 44 or whatever it was, they were like, oh, well, obviously you've been a drug dealer since you were from 19 to 44 and Mm -hmm. we just caught you again. And they wanted him to turn, turn over on people. And I remember him talking about it, that he was going back and forth and he didn't know what he was going to do. But I don't think I realized to the point how serious it was. He was really stressed. Yeah. Well, and then I come to find out later that he had track marks between his toes. Mm, I was unaware no. that he was that far gone. 
And I never saw like a hypodermic needle or how he did it. And I was in denial of it. And it was funny because it was my husband who said to me, I was like, the coroner's wrong. I'm like, there's no way there was track marks. And my husband looked at me and he goes, honey, the coroner does this for a living. Do you really think if it was like varicose veins, he wouldn't know the difference? And I was like, oh, yeah, I guess that doesn't really sound right, does it? And, (laughs) you know, and then it came to pass after talking, he had a very way of carpment carpmentalizing people mm-hmm. so like it would be his work and his friends and no one really kind of got a whole story so it wasn't until after he passed away and like we all talked that we kind of had a whole story to realize how much trouble he was in and how addicted he was mm-hmm. how, how did you handle that at that time i didn't do very well i mean i don't know i stayed in the apartment for another six months i, so I mean the, i freaked where, out where I he died three, yeah i took three weeks off of work yeah were you alone when you found him? Were your kids you? Know, with you know, the really weird thing is the kids were with me and I went downstairs and realized what was going on and I got myself together enough and took them to daycare because I knew I couldn't call the police and have them here with that. Mm-hmm. And so I dropped them off at daycare and then went back to the house to call the police. Wow. And at, at the time I was pissed because I was going to go yell at them to take out the garbage. And that was, I went to go move him and it should have dawned on me because he snored really bad that he wasn't snoring and he already had rigor mortis. So he was mm. stiff and I went to move him and that I was like, <gasps> and that when I, that's, I lost it for a second. And then I don't know. Did he overdose? He drank antifreeze. No. Mm. Wow. So it was definitely intentional. Yeah. So how did this affect the two of you? Well, I was pretty broke up about it, as you I, can imagine. I think it's. The, I think it was the only way. <laughs> I don't believe you. <laughs> I think it was the only way we could be back together because there were periods of time when I would break up with him and then come back home, and then he'd be calling our house or. He, the guy was insane. He yeah, called me I, no he, matter what. He called. I don't know how many times I changed my phone number. He'd yeah, find he, out what he'd, he'd was, find out what it was. And calling he, me. What do you call you about? Have the phone off oh, the hook. Anything. Oh, leave my family alone. Yeah, that was a big one. That's alone. what he kept oh, saying. God. Leave my family alone. You know. Mm. Yeah, he was insane. Yeah, I, I, there was honestly, a little bit. Is he just like I said? He wouldn't, and she wouldn't even know it because he would do it, and then you know, he'd deny it, and mm-hmm. and I'd be like, "You're making that up," and you know, I'm like, no, I'm not making it up. The guy calls, he calls he'd me call, constantly, yeah, and, he, and then he'd start calling the house, and we'd have to leave. You know, if I'd I'd be like, "All right, I need a break. I need to figure out what I'm doing. You need to figure out what you're doing," because he was getting yeah. divorced too. Oh yeah, because he was married too. Yeah, when we first this met. has got to be a really tough situation for you, Darren. Just kind of your 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 wife kind of leaves you and has this affair with a boyfriend. And you're a single parent. You're taking care of the kids, trying to do a full-time job. And then at the same time, not knowing what's going on with the marriage, yeah, right? we're still kind of going back and forth with each going other. Going back and forth. Yeah. yeah. And then... Because we were yeah, still like definitely said, attracted to each other. He's calling you, harassing you. <laughs> oh, yeah. What's yeah. going through your head? I thought he was nuts. And I figured he... I thought maybe he'll just go away. I thought... He was very persistent. I think yeah, being he, dead... That was the other thing, as we had talked about, that... we. He, us getting back to where we are now, he would have to be gone because if he was still alive and even if I cut it off, he would still be interfering oh, like you. forever. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It would just, oh, yeah. yeah. And he'd be one of those guys that just wouldn't stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's, he was, I think, Very, a yeah. little, a I mean, little it would messed be, up. Yeah. I mean, I had a, fo- a secret phone with like calls and stuff. I mean, and I probably got calls 15 times a day. And it mm. wasn't until after I went into... Cause I did go to turning point and get some counseling and mm-hmm. stuff like that after the fact that I realized that that's it's abusive. 
It's right. abusive to be mm-hmm. called 15 times a day to have someone tracking your every movement of what you're doing, even if they're just calling to say, hey, how are you, honey? What's going on? Mm-hmm. It's still intrusive and on right. your time. And so, you don't realize it. So what are you doing for those six months? Working. Okay. I was just working. Because you didn't go back. No, I didn't go back. Dan. I waited. Okay. Yeah. I When we started yeah, we seeing working. each other a little more, I was, yeah, I was managing the paper factory at that time out at the Huntley Outlet Malls. And so I was just kind of going through the motions and working a lot. I threw myself into work. That was always my favorite thing to do because at that particular store, I could go in at any time. I could stay there till midnight or, you know. I think, wasn't that the time, that was about the time when Tony lost his leg and his foot. Yeah, I think so. And you got involved with Tony. Yeah, so fr- I, I had a my friend best of mine who husband. lost his foot and I was back and I was, you know, it was pretty traumatic for him. And he went through some things where... He tried to keep his foot and they, they would have had to do so many surgeries to it. It, it. it was just, it was so mangled. It wasn't even funny. So was it an accident? Yeah. He yeah. He was on a motorcycle and some, someone some, drove through an intersection. Yeah. Yeah. He got broadsided on a bike. Yeah. Yeah. It just, yeah, his foot was so bad. So um, after he was up I, up somewhere in Wisconsin because we had to drive him, Brene and I drove him back and forth. Yeah, that's where the hospital was, was up in like and, Madison. Yeah, so you had to make something. a decision on whether or not he wanted to try and keep his foot and go through all the operations or just amputate it and try and use a prosthetic leg. Mm-hmm. And so he, I remember talking to the doctor and a couple of other people that there was a girl that was back in the hospital after a year of surgeries on her foot to try and save her foot and they were there to amputate it. So after going through it all. After going right. after trying to go through surgeries for a year, she ended up getting like staph infections and it was and they just still had to amputate. Yeah, and they yeah, still so and you it, got involved it, in that. Yeah, so yeah, so I turned my buddy on to her so he could hear her story mm-hmm. of how difficult it was for her to go and he talked to her and it wasn't fifteen minutes after that he's like cut it off. Yeah. It's like I'm done. Yeah. So anyway, I uh, I had a lot to deal with. I had the kids to deal with, and then my yeah. buddy's leg to deal with. Yeah, and, and then I, you guys did a fundraiser and stuff. Yeah, for we did. Yeah, and we did. All, yeah, yeah, it was crazy. And that's the same I six think, month period. Yeah, I think so. Okay. That's it. Yeah, kept so us both I, distracted. I think mm-hmm. that totally distracted kept us into our own lives. Yeah, totally kept me distracted. Like I said, I was back and forth. And I mean, we would still get kids. together a little bit, but it definitely distracted us out. And then I think I called him, and when my lease was up on the apartment, and I said, "Well, what are we going to do?" I said, my lease is up. Am I renewing this lease here and staying here another year? And that was when he said, he's like, no, mind, you come and move back. Move in here. On Shriver. Yeah. And then we got back together. And Did you want her to come back the whole time? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, I, I knew when he I met her. He always said that. Yeah. I, 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 I knew right away when I met her. I I, I thought to myself, that that woman right there would be the woman I spend the rest of my life with. I, I, I just... We have a... Yeah. A very chemical attraction to each other. That's always been. Yeah. There. It's a pretty good attraction. <laughs> Pheromones. <laughs> and how, how have things been since then? How long ago was that that you moved back? Uh, 2000, 2001. So it's been 19 years. Yeah. No, Devin's, Devin's 19 years old. Yeah, but I think he passed away too. Oh, maybe it was 2002? 2000, yeah. So, yeah, maybe between 2001 and 2002. And so then, about 17, 18 years ago. Yeah. About 17 years ago. And yeah. you guys said you kind of don't fight like you used to. No. I, like, Is that about well, the time? Well, no, I didn't. I stopped 
I, so I kind of found out that part of my drinking problem was uh, whiskey. Yes, mm-hmm. makes mm-hmm. a mean. And I don't know if anybody knows this, <clears throat> but it, certain certain alcohol affects people certain ways. Absolutely, um, right, right. Some people can drink a half a bottle of tequila and be c- cool as a cucumber, happy and mm-hmm. fun. Mm-hmm. That same person drinks a half bottle of whiskey and look out, you just right. you right. just you just lit a bomb. I might be related to some people like that. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so I f- I found out that basically I I was not a whiskey person, or yeah I. No, there's a lot of fights. I mean, the Jack Daniels will set him off. He used to yeah. walk into a bar in our early 20s and he'd come home and I'd be like, is that your blood or somebody else's? Literally. Is that uh, when I was bartending, you guys would come into the bar? Oh, we'd go into... <laughs> no, I think... That was right around mm. the time we were having our big wedding because we went yeah. there with all the... I think I have a, a picture of you guys doing a shot yeah, at yeah, Scott's Inn. Yeah, Am I in the picture? You are in the picture. Awesome. Did you, you didn't know them at the time, right? No. I no. mean, I mean, like other after than, we started yeah. the campaign, right. I just knew that she was a bartender. That she was, was yeah. yeah, and then um, that's so weird, right? I know. Talk about small world. So right. Karen's sister is married to my cousin. Yeah, and that's how we ended up all knowing each yeah. other. <laughs> yeah, because we went in there to do shots with the all the groomsmen. You guys were getting fitted across the street at that Amy's Bridal or whatever it was, yep. and so and then we went over there. But yeah, we didn't. So we actually didn't do, really do shots when we went down to Scotts. We just drank beer. Yeah, for yeah. the most part, played darts. We had Pretty a bunch much. of restaurants in. Played pool and darts. Yeah. I, I don't remember having to break up any fights with no, you guys. Usually, anyways. usually it wasn't. Oh, we no, it was usually pretty. Yeah. Unless Cape showed up. Probably yeah, ran out of whiskey. Way, I was going to say, and he was way gone by then, really. <laughs> yeah, but and I was I mean, still, I think back then I was drinking. I, and like I said, I, I didn't figure it out until. She, until you well, you came after me. You started seeing Marty, right? And that night, you came after me, and I, and threw I me figured into the it out sometime during <clears throat> sometime during that. I didn't throw you into a snowbank. We ran in. I have the police we chest, report. We chest, <laughs> please, <laughs> please. Anyway, his story is that he didn't throw me. I, didn't I had throw, I pushed you out in, to the side. I had Devin in my arms, and, and I the was cops saw it. Oh out. my god. And so I got tossed <clears> into the <throat> snowbank. And so the cop pulled up the driveway to help me out of the snowbank with the baby. She was sitting in the snowbank. And bank. he was sitting in the couch. But, and he was calm in the house. But after they got him out the front door, it took six cops, eight cops to get you into the car, I think they said. Uh, and then you didn't And that was a remember. whiskey-induced night? It was. was that, okay. It was. Yes, it was. Yes. Mm. And you had taken the birdcage and flung stuff and, you know, and I hit the panic button on the alarm. We had an alarm system. That's how I got the cops there. Yeah. Because you were coming. Yeah, you were coming after me at that point. Pretty good. All right. Well, this is like yeah. an yeah. episode on cops, right? It, 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 just, it was. It totally well, sounds there, like that. I mean, and from there, we went. That's how we kind of got in. You know, DCFS got involved in turning point and counseling. You ended up going through anger management. You know, so I mean, so some other some good things came out of it, I guess. To so yeah, extent. apparently, if you're if so, if you work fifty hours a week to try and pay for your house. So your family has a roof over their head and you find out that your wife is cheating on you mm-hmm. and you flip out. That's the wrong Apparently, <laughs> you are the idiot. <laughs> so. That needs anger management. Yeah, that yes. needs anger management. I need anger right? management because mm-hmm. I just found out that my world is absolutely coming apart. Was that was that before she moved out? Yes. Oh, yeah. Okay. Was, yes. So that was kind of how she got me out of the house was. Because then I, I had to order a protection. Once I got in trouble. Mm-hmm. You can get an order of protection, and now I can't even go near my house. I'm like, you got to be kidding me! And I still got to pay for it. This is like like there's a checklist here. I think you guys oh, have yeah. hit every single. Right? Box. Oh yeah, we hit a lot. <laughs> right? 
Yeah, live and learn, man. That's what happens when you live and learn. You right. find out uh, how do you how do you actually overcome all that anger and still want her to be part of your life? I think because we were still attracted to each other through the whole thing. Yeah, you know, I don't know. I guess we don't dwell on it. I mean, no, the only time we talk about it is when we do we stuff talk like to this, Jean, right? <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for bringing up a sore subject. I appreciate it. Now you can play it over and over again. Yeah, the right, recording. Right. You ready to leave? Let's yeah. go. <laughs> I thought you were staying the weekend. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, it just, I don't know. I guess, I guess we, I don't know. He knew he handled things wrong with us. It was like, I think we both knew that we had mistakes in it. I handled it wrong. I should have came to him and told him I was feeling like a single parent in a married relationship. And he should have came to me and told him that, you know, he was working a lot and feeling underappreciated and we both just we went he went to alcohol and I went to another guy for support basically and you know what's interesting is he was being neglectful with you right and this other guy was Was like stalking you well and he was stepping in to do those things he He would go to parent teacher conferences I don't know if the people the teachers at grade school didn't think that he wasn't my children's father because he showed up at every fun fair, every parent teacher conference, any event at school, he went with the kids. Wow. He was like super involved in that. Mm-hmm. And that I was like, oh, I'm like, well, that's what I wanted, you know? Mm-hmm. And so that was part of my attraction, not to mention my blindness of some of the other issues that he had because I was so. Yeah, yeah but at the same time, he didn't make enough money to even buy a house. So that was. Right. You know, so, you know, so mm-hmm. it was like. Yeah, so, how, how is so, your guys' relationship similar or different than your parents? Or what you witnessed as kids. <laughs> I don't think our relationship was like laughing. either one of our parents. <laughs> My parents had no problem showing affection in front of each other. Yeah, they did or in that. Front of, or in front of anybody. Right. Uh, my dad or my mom had no problem. Right. They made out in front of people or whatever. Public. Although your dad cheated when he was younger. Uh, yeah. Well, they bit. both they both kind of went. My mom, they got tired of each other. So they've separated for a little while. And they both... They both had affairs. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Relationships. They, they, they had relationships. Because I'll never forget trying George trying to. My mom's boyfriend took me up north to Sheboygan to go fishing, and that just did not work out. I was like, "You're not my dad." Not, yeah. <laughs> and and they separated, and they got back together. Also, yeah, they yeah. yeah. Oh, I don't. Yeah. yeah, they just separated. They never got divorced or anything. Yeah, I think my. So my dad found he was with. Uh, one of the waitress girls from a little restaurant not too far from the house. Yeah, he started seeing her, and then but basically they just agreed to just go ahead mm-hmm. and see other people for a while and, you know, get separated, see what happens. And eventually they end up getting back together. And so kind of similar. Yeah, what did they I have? Guess they they had have- like. 30, no, they had more than that. What? Well, we, they had their 50th year anniversary party that we had <clears> in Crystal Lake. How many years were Is they married? By the, yeah. So how many years? And then it was 56, 57 years they were married? I don't know. It was a long Something time. Something like that. So that's, that's away. not really common, right? For couples to kind of Especially go through that then. stress. Especially and then that back then. Too. And to get be back separated, together. to get back to have other relationships. Well, and you're talking back, back in the 60s At and 70s, too. Had, they yeah. Had, uh, there was five of us kids. There was yeah. three, three girls and two boys. Two boys. Mm-hmm. And they separated. And my dad, my dad actually left and moved out. It was really strange. Never pictured my mom and dad getting separated. 
But my mom and dad, like my, my they had a, they kind of had an abusive relationship too. They were. Like he, he, was, he was a drinker before my younger brother came along, and I was, you know, six seven years old, whatever it was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I remember him fighting, arguing back and forth. So when all that was happening between you and Karen, it, it was it seemed kind of familiar because well, yeah, you grew I mean, up with I mean, that. I mom and dad did it. It just seemed normal. It was right. Just, what happened? Couples fight. I mean, and break up and right. yeah, date other people and come back together. Full circle, yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Well, sometimes, yeah, sometimes, sometimes. Yeah, um, my parents didn't come back together. Yeah, because my parents got divorced when I was in high school. Your mom yeah. and my mom to this day still holds a grudge. I think they've been divorced for thirty-seven years, and we can't have them in the same building together. We have to. Have, we used to have to have separate parties because my mom wouldn't come to a party that my dad was at. Yeah, for that's, a birthday so that's party. her side. Her her side was like. Super, super drama. I'm still hoping she's showing up in my daughter's wedding that I'm planning in October. I'm like, Mom, if you can't get lost. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I'm like, if you can't get lost in a reception with 150 people in it, I don't know what to tell you. And Beth even told her, she's like, well, that's really silly, Mom, if that's how you're thinking. Did he leave her? No, my mom filed for divorce. Okay. So she claims he was cheating. He, I've asked them a little bit separately. He claims, she claims he was cheating. He said he wasn't. He said it was because he had lost his job and wasn't working. And that she had gotten a settlement in from a car accident or something, and that she just decided to sour wild oats when she was in her forties, and it was like her midlife crisis. Mm. And I think, I think she filed for divorce thinking that he would change, and I think she was surprised that he went with it. They went it's through like, with it. Yes, I think so. That's I, why she has the grudge then. I think so because he's been remarried now and is happily married for twenty years. And, and did then, she ever remarry? No, she was with someone for like six or seven years, which I thought they were going to get married, but he ended up cheating on her and leaving. Imagine that. Yeah. And then and then she says things like this past June, I had called Beth because I was like, you're not going to believe what mom said. She's like, what? I'm like, she told me that today would have been her 50th wedding anniversary. And I was like, wow. Yeah, where did that come from? I know. I was yeah. like, and it was like, it wasn't like, you know, like you had like a Halloween wedding or something. It was like June 3rd, you know? Yeah. So I was like, I so told her, like on the forefront of my her mind mouth all the time. Ju- yeah, like my mouth yeah. dropped yeah. open and I'm like, well, I guess you dodged a bullet there, didn't you, mom? I said, I, I go that. <laughs> what do you say? Right. I did not know what to say. Size. I literally called Beth. I was like, I can't believe she's still dwelling on this. They've been divorced. I mean, they started dating in eighth grade. So they were right. together wow. like all through high school and blah, blah, blah. So I, I mean, I mean, I get it. But yeah, she's just very bitter. Wow. Super duper bitter. Yeah. Super duper bitter. <laughs> Super duper bitter. She can hold a grudge. Like like no more right. yeah. bitter. She can hold a grudge like yeah. nobody's business. Pretty much <laughs> like that. Wow. So you I mean, I guess. That. Yeah. So I guess we had a little bit of both ends in marriages. I don't know, but I don't think we really replicated our marriages really from either one. I mean, I guess in the. No, it sounds like you guys kind took what you were exposed to and actually kind of evolved from there, yourself. right? Did better than that. You know? Yeah, I don't know. I, you know? Did the, um, mean, the the brutal honesty thing, did that come after you guys got help? Or were no, you always I mean, that way? I think we were always brutally honest to a certain extent. It got more so, maybe, as we got older. I but I think we've yeah. always been pretty brutally so honest. Because that's, you know? that's typically the... The, the most dysfunctional part about being in a relationship that's codependent or there's an addiction is that not, not being honest. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And it just doesn't help. I mean, you know, and we went through, I mean, even that was even when we found out 
Shannon and Devin aren't biologically his. He's on the birth certificate. He was there, but the DNA test said otherwise. And then, but he's always been their dad, you know, so. And that was with Marty? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So. And Marty wasn't there for that. Well, he was there for the DNA test. Well, he's he, the one that wanted the DNA test because he wanted yeah, to know. He tried to be there in the room when the kids were born, but um, he didn't want to be anywhere I was because he knew that. Uh, yeah, that might come to fisticuff. Oh, yeah. I I, I, did, I tried to meet did, up with did him. Did you I don't know, know at the time? Kick his no. Ass, and that guy just Neither one of you knew who, who was the dad. <laughs> no, not at the time. No, not at the time. But, no, but we Marty's were still sleeping together. Still and Marty's going to <laughs> your kids. School and stuff. Correct. My but older, then he's not older at your guys' kids. kids. Our kids. kids. Yeah. Our but then he's one. not at the birth of his kids. Correct. But he well, doesn't no, like necessarily he know it's his kids. Correct. There was no, a, and I'm sure and I after I left, why. he probably showed up, didn't he? No, not at the hospital. No? No. That's amazing. Yeah, no, he didn't. Yeah, no, because I don't How did you knew. choose that? How did you choose to have Darren there and not Marty? She didn't have a choice. Because he was my husband. I And I was living at his house. I, we were yeah, still together at that point. Okay. I wasn't in the apartment. I Got didn't it. move into the apartment until after the kids were. I mean, I mean every, Devin been, was probably two. I, yeah, I've been I've been in the mm-hmm. delivery room for every single every one of, of my kids. Yeah. Well, every one of them. I cut the umbilical cords. I, well, yeah, it was there. Legally, you're the one that has the right. Correct. Right? Being Correct. Yeah, married, Absolutely. Right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah the and only I'm even thing talking like my first, my first, the three first ones he first, was there. Yeah, because yeah. I was there. I, I can the remember we were in the apartment when, when Christina went into labor with Ashley, our, his youngest, and Ed had to come get him from our apartment because Christina was going to have Ashley, and he took off out of the house yeah. to go mm-hmm. have Ashley. So, and we were already together yeah. by that point. So, so you know, surviving an affair is a very difficult thing for couples. If you guys were to give some advice to couples that might be going through something like that, what would you say? It's easier to walk away. Oh, it's so much easier to quit. But it's better at the other side. I mean, because then you find out who each other really are. You you find out what kind of what you're really made out of. How tough are you? Hmm. Right. How thick is your skin? You know what I mean? Well, uh, the stuff the kids have said. The kids, I mean, the kids have I, I know, begged me. I know to get people di- have divorced, that, Dad. I'm sick of the fighting. Yeah, and I know people that, you know, some of my friends who, some of them know what we went through, and they're like, hey, how, like, how did you, could you even be with her? I said it's unconditional, man. I, I, I knew from the first time I met her that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with her, and it was just, I don't, I, I just don't see that ever changing. I don't know. Yeah, I don't. I, I don't want to be with anybody else. There's nobody else that makes me feel like she does when we're together. I just compliment each other. Yeah. Or just. Yeah, and uh, it's, it's just taken us all this. I mean, and like now, now we're best friends <laughs> for the most part. When you don't aggravate. Me. Yeah, but I still want to kill you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> That's best friends. Right. That's right. Best. That's best friends. You know, right. and, and it's nice because right. our older kids say they, you know, they like to see that from them going to begging us for a divorce. They're like, I hope I can have a relationship like you and dad have. You know, yeah. that's awesome. After hoping for, you know, a, please get divorced, divorced. You know, and right. now they're like, they're like, and so that's kind of right. cool to see our older ones, you know, mm-hmm. to give that example to them that you can get through whatever. You can and, get through it. You know. You can get through it. You just have to want it. Right. I mean, it's like we just said it. It is so much easier to just yeah. You could walk away. And I could go like, get a go, go get a lawyer. Spend what do you well, spend? Well, we spent. I spent ten grand. You spent five. 
I, I spent more than that, honey. I spent like nine. We were a thousand dollars apart from each other. Okay. Yeah, Bill was not cheap. No, I know. Uh, for nothing. For nothing. I know. I did, we always so laugh. when I when I knew that we were going through a divorce, my sister had a lawyer, Bill Feta. Yeah. Feta, who literally dragged her ex husband across the coals. This guy was. This guy was. A, true professional man and i was <laughs> He's like good at what he does oh yeah and i'm like so as soon as i found out she got a lawyer i'm like i, I asked my sister i'm like denise i need bill's number like this ain't happening i'm not i'm not going down without a fight mm-hmm. so yeah i hired a pretty decent we both lawyer had decent lawyers yeah <laughs> both of them are shysters oh yeah they i'm pretty sure they both probably i'm sure they me. thought it was probably funny and I'm I'm guessing that they you know you got two people that how long were we together for you know twelve thirteen fourteen years whatever it was right and now we're ready to kill each other and yeah spend all this and then money. you don't get divorced and then we don't get divorced <laughs> we all the paperwork was all done it was all done oh they don't care how they, they got that, paid how long was they that process <laughs> oh god a year year and a, a year. half yeah which which where were you in your relationship when was that towards the end? I don't know. I mean, After I guess there Marty was a period so, when we didn't talk, but... I'm trying to think. I, it's a long time ago now. <laughs> I'm old. There was only was a it short, after all the kids are born? But there was only a short period of time where we did we not did see not, each other. Yeah. And I want to say it was like maybe, what, two, three months tops? Yeah. But because otherwise was, we were, was Marty because, in the picture at the time? Oh, yeah. She was with Marty at the time. Yeah. So And then... So yeah, that's when I moved in with my I think sister. That's maybe when you were and then at- and then I tried to get a date with a a girl that she just happened to know and she goes over and threatens her. Well, it was my sister's friend. You want to let, you have to go find your own women, right. not anyone that I might I didn't know. know there were rules. There's rules. <laughs> there's the girl code. Yeah. There's, there's rules. And I shot that down. Yeah, so well there's a guy not, code. Yeah, right. Not, you know, that didn't work. Right. She did not go. <laughs> Yeah, she was there, all finding, there's a lot of rules being she broken. She was all fine and dandy with it. And I call her a day later and she's like, Well, you know, I don't think so. I'm like, God, and, I, and then you come to find out that me, not to mention my sisters intervened too. Yeah, They're sure. like, You can't go out with them. You so, can't go out with him. That's my Rachel sister's ex husband. Rachel is my sister Judy's best friend. So. Okay. I think we need like a chart here. The, the to yeah, diagram all, all of this. this. Oh, no. I know it's insanity. And, and I didn't even realize how young Rachel was either. At the time either, oh, yeah. yeah. Rachel was very young. She was young. just cute and blonde and that's yeah. what he liked. Oh, and she would have definitely went out with me. Right, because you were sweet. And- she had a little talk with Beth. <laughs> so did you date anyone during the separation? I tried. I had dated this one chick and we went out to dinner. I took her out to this place, a steakhouse. And that they, was out of steak. They were out of steak. They were out of steak. <laughs> out of fucking, how do you get out of steak? If it's a steakhouse, <laughs> it, was a steak first, house, it was a steakhouse. There's on, a great first I would steak. think the it word was, steak was that the one I'm 31. No, it's on 120. It, it was, was in called Lily the Longhorn. Lake or whatever. Okay, it was called the Longhorn, <laughs> and I'll never forget it. I was like, how can how can you be? I mean, we just drove from Algonquin. <laughs> I mean, we could have just went to Port Edwards. But how can you be out of steak? It's a steakhouse. <laughs> That's pretty bad. Uh, yeah. It's like, well, we got pork chops. I'm like, I did. <laughs> Sorry, we're out of beer. It's a bar. <laughs> you know? So I, I imagine the date went well yeah. then. I think you actually called me and told me how bad that date was after the fact. It was horrible, actually. man. 
Do do these old things still come up for you guys? Or are you guys pretty resolved? No, I think we, we laugh at him now because when I want to drag him to like a garden show, he's like, where's that boyfriend now? So he can go to the garden <laughs> show. <laughs> now I think it's more of a, you know, we kind of let it go to the most part. And uh, we I did, still take you to garden shows. I know I, you do. I've taken you to the, yeah. <laughs> but it'll be side comments. And we did get social security when Marty died, which was nice for the kids. Hmm. So that was helpful. Yeah. That, and it would have been Because he, he got the blood test done. Correct. So and yeah, so, oh, one yeah. of if he hadn't have done that, one, friend, one of his friends told me that he probably did that. And of course, Social Security is way much more than you would have ever gotten on, you know. How old were the kids when you had that test done? They were toddlers, I want to say. Cause so they've always known. Yeah, they have always known. We've always been fairly honest with them that, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, they know. Yeah, mm-hmm. we've never... Not that they don't no, consider they, and, dear and their dad or anything, yeah, they, you know. So they were too young to even know him. They, they, yeah, they don't have, Devin doesn't have any memory of him. Shannon has yeah. a little, but, it, you know, it's more like I a picture. I have picture. like probably 10 clients that I've over the years that as teenagers found out the person who was raising them was not was yeah, biologically I their dad. I think that's more damaging It is. Then. It's very damaging. Yeah. So, and it's, it's too much yeah. of a shock at well, that and point. We're just yeah. too honest. And they, and they found out because they were there was like a fight, you know. Like, right. Well, he's not your dad anyway. Like, wow. Yeah. yeah. No. So I that's think, cool that you guys dealt with it like that. That's awesome. Yeah. And they've just always been like, you know, because we've even said with the estrangement of the other four, with the, the I mean, the Felicia isn't his, but she's the only dad he's known. So the other three, I mean, there's times when he doesn't feel like he's a father to them. Mm-hmm. And he's more of a father to Shannon and Devin, who technically, biologically, he's not. And it's just from environment and shared time. Yeah. Bonding. You know. Tell us about the heart attack. Oh, that was like right when my grandson grandson, the day after our grandson was born. It was the same day. Yeah, it was basically that same night, wasn't it? How long ago was that? Three years. Has it really been three years? Mm -hmm. Wow. Three years ago. Three years ago, I had a heart attack. What did it feel like? How'd you know that you were having one? He didn't. He thought he had food poisoning. I thought I had. I thought I. I went, we went to Taco Bell. And I he thought blamed I was it on just the Taco a really Bell. Bad heartburn. So you thought you had food poisoning? Yeah. Yeah. Well, Were you throwing then, up? Were you like what kind of you, pain did you have? It was like heartburn. Okay. It was like a lot like heartburn. It was. Um, but he couldn't get comfortable or fall asleep. Yeah. Normally with heartburn, you can you can like try and lay on your side or take something for it or whatever you know, and it, it you can deal with it. Mm-hmm. And I tried taking a couple of antacids and I tried laying up. I couldn't do, I just couldn't deal with it anymore. I think I, I tried for a couple of hours and it wasn't until about one thirty in the morning. I said, I think I need to go to, I got to go to the hospital. Something's going on. Just taking a picture before mm-hmm. they come down. So you go to the hospital at like one thirty in the morning. Yeah. She yeah took well, me, he woke me up cause he's not one to go yeah. to the hospital. So that freaked me out. I mean, he walked off a broken leg for three days before I could get him to go to the freaking yeah. hospital with it. He had a broken yeah. back and you know, wouldn't go to the hospital. So when he it. says he wants to go to the hospitals, I was We're like, on the air. I'm up. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Yeah. We went and he thought he thought it was food poisoning. He thought it was food poisoning. Well, and he was like, that stupid Taco Bell. You know, I was like, I don't know, you know, and then we get there and I'm like, you know, I kind of said something. I'm like, it might be hard, you know, as we got him in and stuff. And that, sure enough, they said, okay, well, we're prepping you. We're taking you over to NIMSI because, you know, we don't do this here at Woodstock or whatever. And got him in an ambulance and had him over there. And by the time I got over there, they had him in surgery. So he had 100% blockage. Did they do stints? Did they do? Yup, a stint. I got one stint. 
100% blockage in the femoral artery, which is called the Widowmaker. The Widowmaker. Wow. Oh, yeah. The Widowmaker. Right. And they couldn't figure out why he was still awake. They gave him three shots of morphine and he was still the awake. The femoral artery? Was or is the LAD? Femoral. I thought yeah, it was the femoral, I thought. You know, okay. And they went up through the, the yeah, yeah, they went up through the they leg and they put the, the stint in. And they cleaned out the rest of the pots, but they said there was very little anywhere else. He literally got 100% blockage in one spot. Wow. So... Yeah, and you can only imagine what that was like when you wake up after they go through your leg there, your, sure, your thigh, your genital area mm. there, a little tender, oh, <laughs> like elephant man tender. <laughs> Not, yeah, no, it was a, uh, it was pretty. Yeah, it was. So he was painful. in ICU right. for two days, and I slept Something at the I hospital. Really don't ever want to go through again? Yeah, I slept at the hospital for the two days, and then Wh- moved into a regular. Which room. you would have thought that I, because I, I quit smoking. Well, obviously, while I was in, in the, the hospital. hospital. So you think you would have quit smoking? After right. I had that surgery and I got home and, man, I picked up right where I left You just off. lit up. <laughs> I lit up and, dude, I was right. I was a pack a day. I smoked a it's pack tough. a day for 35 yeah. years, man, and I just could I'm like. No, and the doctor even told him. He's like, you really need to be. He's like, yeah, you can you smoke really pot. He's up. like, I'll yeah. promote pot. Yeah, he's like, yeah, quit you smoking can, cigarettes. Yeah. Wow. When you got a doctor going. Yeah, I'd much, I'd much rather see you smoke marijuana than smoke cigarettes. <laughs> the right. cigarettes the, heart, the cardiologist. Cigarettes will literally that. damage exactly. your lungs. Yeah. Well, yeah, but. That's a serious issue. The, the doctor's gonna, saying that. Yeah. Right? Isn't the week going to mess right. up my brain? I mean. <laughs> <laughs> don't worry about that part. <laughs> you don't use it anyway. <laughs> It'll be fine. All right. Well, we're going to take a break. And after a short message from our sponsors. Yeah, and then uh, we'll come back and and uh, bring on a couple more guests too at the same time. Sounds good. You are listening to Couple Synergy with Power Couple Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian. This episode is sponsored by the Lighthouse Emotional Wellness Center in Schaumburg, Illinois, offering the most comprehensive and effective family counseling program in the Midwest called Family Synergy Therapy. For more information on how we can help you and your family. Look us up online at lighthouseemotionalwellness.com. We had a real, that was a tough year. Mike had a hard time dealing with it and didn't know how to talk to me or comfort me. And I was just angry. A man doesn't know how to comfort a woman in a time like that. All right. We're back with Couple Synergy here. And we have uh, two new guests that have joined the podcast with Karen and Darren. Welcome, Mike and Beth. Hello. 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 <laughs> All right, Hello. let's get let's get the Hello. family tree out. So Karen and Beth are sisters. Yes. And Mike and I are cousins. Yes. That's how we all know yeah. each other. Yes. Yep. Do you guys know why we were doing this podcast, Mike and Beth? I mean, we explained it to Karen and Darren, but no. No. No, but we are here and we are ready to play the game. <laughs> Boy, this is, this is the, the dating yeah. game is that what, what are we game. couples well, uh, take um, uh, lampshades for a hundred <laughs> <laughs> well the reason why we do couple synergy and then we turn into a podcast is that you know a lot of couples out there they might be struggling with different things in their relationship conflict divorce separation affairs all of the the above and and that's just darren and karen <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> right right man did we bring a truckload <laughs> a whole lot of stuff going oh on. yeah <laughs> and and we just felt that you know kind of bringing uh, everyday couple stories to the general public is really going to be able to help couples out there that might be struggling right and they just 
you know, kind of hear it from other couples and what what they've done to kind of figure things out in their life. And yeah, everyone asks if they're normal, and we hear everyone's stories, you know, with our work, and we're like, yeah, we've heard that. <laughs> you know, there's a lot of just everyday people dealing with real stuff. So some of the things we we've kind of talked about, you know, obviously you guys know Karen Darren's story, right? You know, one of the biggest things was the fact that they were able to survive a separation, an affair. They're here to talk about it, right? And so, do you remember when they were going through that at that time? Uh, yes, I distinctly remember. I lived with my boyfriend for a while. Yes, I actually was the one who <clears throat> kind of introduced them. Oops. <laughs> yeah. Oops. Not intentionally. But what is I, the age difference of you guys? Eight years. You're eight years older. Karen is eight years older. Yeah. Okay. But I got her a job at my company and he worked at my company. What was that like for you then? Uh, I hated it. She was aggravated. Yeah. I hated it. And I told she her like, numerous times. <laughs> yeah. I told her numerous times to either leave her husband or leave her boyfriend. But I hated it. I so, never liked it. I didn't want to be in the middle of it. Which oh, yeah, you felt she like, was yeah. she got an apartment with them. Well, that well, I didn't necessarily get an apartment with him. He helped me out of a situation and moved in when I was finishing out a lease because I had another an ex- roommate that, that was I moving out. out and she needed. So this is to before Mike was in your life. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. Okay. Mike wasn't Long around before. for any of this. Yeah. <laughs> Long no, before no, Mike no. was in no. your life. Yes. Nope. 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 Well, yeah. I'm a victim of circumstances. Here. <laughs> <laughs> Can you guys share a story about how you guys met? Well, I'll let you tell that one. Okay. Well, I uh, belong to uh, Oddfellows Lodge, and we get together every Thursday, and uh, on the third Thursday of the month, we always do fun night, you know, it's always a good time, and so we were running that, and I was up there having fun, <laughs> you know, uh, that's what you do. I was single, and fun I was night. at the lodge, and it was a lot of fun, <laughs> so there comes along, um, the gal who uh, basically was the connector here. Uh, so we got Lisa, uh, best good friend Lisa, whom she knew for a while. And she was a girlfriend and Rebecca of the Lodge and girl, girlfriend to an odd fellow of the Lodge. So so these... And Rebecca, this, that's another club, right? Oh, uh, well, the Rebecca's is the uh, female organization. Uh, we work with half the Odd, of fellows. The, uh, odd okay. fellows. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So the sorority and the fraternity? If you will. Correct. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Got it. Yeah. Pretty much. <laughs> And you were a you were a Rebecca. I was not at the time. Yeah, okay. The time. My girlfriend just said, "Come on up. There's two dollar beers." Okay. And that's I $2 said, beers. That's okay. Fun. That's I was single and had been single for probably about a year and a half, almost two years at that point. And at that point, I wasn't looking for a relationship, looking for nothing. Were you living with Dad and Carol's at that point? No, I no. was living it with my girlfriend at that point, and so, I didn't want to. Wasn't looking for a relationship or to meet anybody at this and place. And you had a son. I did. And he yes. was held at the time. He was seven. Okay, seven when we met. Second grade. All yeah. right. So, Mike, you're up there having fun. I'm up there having on fun. Fun you know? night. <laughs> on fun night, no doubt. <laughs> Rolling the bones, you know, waiting for the next box cars to roll around. I don't know what that means. Oh, that would be double sixes. Okay, it, got it. It pays out. All right. <laughs> <laughs> he was shooting dice. Mm-hmm. Got it. We were shooting dice. Yeah. You know, there and it was fun night. We we're having a good time. You know. Here come the, uh, the I don't know, I saw her. She had red hair. She Her hair was red then. You know, I happened to take notice, you know. You're like, oh, look, you know, here's, here's a new gal in the room. I mean, it's an odd fellow's, 
you know, men's lodge most of, you know, but on fun nights, we open it up for, you know, guests, if you will. <laughs> okay. So, what he's not telling you is that this is like a private room. I thought I was going to like a club or a bar. So like I got dressed. Lodge. Yeah. Uh-huh. I got dressed to like go to a club oh. and I walk mm-hmm. into a room that's everyone's in blue jeans. These old, a bunch of men ranging from like 25 to 70. How old were each of you at the time? I was 28. Are you right? sure about that? Yeah, no. <laughs> Good, that, that would have made me 29 then. Yeah. yeah. All right. Okay. All right. That, was a, that was an easy one. <laughs> <laughs> so it wasn't like a regular bar. Or and you were club. a little overdressed. Extremely overdressed. Got and it. I kind of hung out and said, okay, I'm going to have my $2 beers and hang out over here. This is what did they bring me to. And, and usually at a place like this, you know. I was one of was three awkward. single girls in the room. W- women, oh. women in the room are, yeah. are typically guests of... Uh, of their of the man that brought them there as it yeah. in the Odd Fellows Lodge. Not very many single women so, there. So right, not many single <laughs> was, women there. So you really I stuck don't out like a sort of life. You don't you know. So you had a neon light over your head. Single. Single. You know, and uh, by the end of the night we kinda got to talking a little bit. Well, your buddy Casey pushed yeah. him, was playing dice with him, and I was sitting with Casey's girlfriend at the table. And as I'm sitting there across from this, you know, rectangular table from her, she keeps leaning around me and looking past me at the dice table. And I'm talking and then she kind of lean over and peek over my head and try to look at the dice table again. Like, then I figure out she's getting messages to Casey to tell Mikey, come over here. You got to meet this girl. <laughs> Mikey, you got to come meet this girl. <laughs> so apparently they were bugging him at the dice table as she's sitting there grilling me on who I am and, you know, information about me. And then they brought him over and was it Was it tough? Did they have to convince you to go talk to her? Yeah. At first I was like, come on, man. I'm not, what? I'm not... <laughs> I don't know what's going on, dude. I'm winning over at the tables right yeah. now. You know what I mean? I want to get back to that. Don't bother you know? me. Right. Yeah, I'm kind of busy. I'm, I'm having fun. It's fun night, remember? You know? <laughs> you know, and then because I wasn't necessarily going up there with the intention that I was, you know, looking to, you know, find my future wife at all. And you Mike know? was so. nothing I ever dated before. I had never dated a guy with hair longer than me and a beard and wore black and leather and rode a Motorcycle. Not that kind of a motorcycle. I dated guys who rode crotch rockets. Uh-huh. They were clean cut, <laughs> clean shaven, you know, ex-Marines, you know, I didn't. So you really yeah. didn't know what no, you were being brought to all. that <laughs> night. Not, yeah. not at all. Like, no. <laughs> no idea. No idea. No, I'm no. scared. I just spent my $10 and drank $2 beers. and. Huh. So, so then, you know, the end of the night kind of came rolling around, you know, and everybody kind of had to kind of take off and boogie. And, you know, I, we walked down the stairs together. I got her phone number at that time. You know, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I'll, I'll give you a call, you know. You know, I didn't, I didn't want to call her right away. Yeah, the next of day. course. Oh, no. <laughs> no. You need to be cool. Be cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Not the next day. So, you know, I waited a day or two, you know, and then I uh, gave her a call a couple of days later, you know. and We talked for hours before we ever saw each other again. For probably two weeks we would get on the phone and he would call and we would talk for two or three hours. And I'd go, Oh, this guy's great to talk to, you know? And then I'm like, okay, I'll meet him. And I'm like, this is so not normally what I date. This guy has hair longer than me. You know, he had a beard. I'm like, this is not what I date at all. You know? But then I talked to him on the phone for hours and hours and hours. And it just turned into something. what do you guys talk about? Everything. Everything. Any, anything and everything about ourselves, about, 
what we wanted. We just talked for, I don't know, for hours on the phone. Those first like couple of months we were dating, we would just talk about everything. It, it seemed like a good time to talk about things, right? You know, because uh, he talked you know, about his family and work. It was Christmas and, time, as it were, right? Where, yeah. where we met on December 18th. So we met and yeah. shortly thereafter, you know, the, you know, the following week would come around and I would be like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm wrapping Christmas presents. And she would tell me about how she, you know, won a prize at a, one of the places that she rented as a house a apartment that had a balcony. And she would decorate all oh, of the Oh, the Christmas light contest. I, Christmas. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> so she won like a free month of rent or something. And, you know, it was a you know, fun story. It was right around the Christmas time and the holidays, you know. So then... uh we just talked about everything, but what was it about the other person that you fell in love with? Oh, that's a great question. <laughs> now you'd have to make me think because that was so many years ago. I know, right? It's There's so many different reasons as to why I fell in love with him then and why I love him now. You know, she was good to talk to. I mean, I think what it was was uh, really more or less uh, the connection that we were able to make through talking and finding out that we realized through talking to each other this the compatibility in our souls i guess i think you know but for me i mean it was something that i was able to you know cue in on and realize that you know i was talking on the other end of that phone you know with uh, somebody that i could really talk to and i enjoyed her company and her chatting so i think those are the things that that was what did it for me because at first I was like, there is no way this guy, you know, the long hair and the bike and the everything, I wasn't sure at all. And then the more I talked to him, the it's more chopper, and more. Baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the more I liked him, the conversation yeah. better than, you know, anything else. What did, what did your families think? Like how, how soon after you guys started kind of dating did your families meet each other, uh, meet your partners? I met his family right away. Kyle's birthday was in January, and the first time I met his family was at Kyle's birthday party. Like a month later, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Really? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I don't think you met the yeah. rest of the family no, on our Easter. side. And yeah. Kyle was also on another podcast of ours with Annie and Brian, who is the... Uh, Kyle is your nephew. Family. Like, yeah. Right? Annie's, yeah. Annie's yeah. my Annie's sister. sister. Yeah. And you're both my cousins. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> So that was the first time I had met his family, and they immediately made me come in and do shots. It was <laughs> like, like we all had to stand around Welcome. the island, yeah, and, <laughs> yeah. and do a Jaeger bomb. I was like, oh, okay. so my sisters, needless to say, they liked it right away. Right <laughs> away. <laughs> Blended right in. Yeah. yeah. How about you meeting her family? Um, or should we just ask Karen what that was like? I don't remember. Well, I know that the first time he met Dad was Easter. Were you that living was, with dad by then? I, I had a tie on. I, yeah, I did. I was oh. living. Oh, no, we always wear a tie met, at my family. Yeah. And so I showed up there. In. You know, I had a tie on. I was looking good. My <laughs> yeah. nice shirt. Well, I tie. think all the family, it was Easter. I definitely thought you were overdressed, but that's fine. <laughs> 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 the best part about meeting Mike was Beth, Beth showed up with Mike, and I got my first look at Mike. The very first thing I thought, I looked at my wife, and I go, what is she doing? I go, this guy's like a biker dude. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Definitely nothing she dated before. It's, it's like nothing she ever dated before. He's like, he's like a biker dude. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and he had the long hair at the time. I yeah. mean, long. long. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Long hair. I'm like, 
Okay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see how this goes. Let's be nice. My dad was very quiet and didn't give his opinion because previous boyfriends, he had given his opinion too soon and we'd gotten in arguments. So he kind of held his tongue. Yes, he did. <laughs> for the first, he was actually, I was, when I had met Mike, I was living with my girlfriend. Besides, he already hated me, so. <laughs> <laughs> he you paved the way. So I had to move out of my girlfriend's and in, I moved in with my dad and Mike helped me. And so my dad was like, wow, this guy hasn't known you that long and he's helping you move, you know. So he thought uh, yeah. that was cool. That's that, right. I think that may have yeah. been the first time I met him. Yeah, and you then he helped you move out and move into the house. And, moved, yep. and then I moved in out of, house. It, out of there. And, and it was... Uh, Really cold out in January, and February. I had a cold. I was just like oh. runny nose city, <laughs> you, know, you know, moving all sick. this stuff. Oh, and moving. The old man's oh. like, huh, so you're sick, and you're helping my daughter move, huh? You know? <laughs> okay, well, you're not too bad. <laughs> you might be, you might be a good guy. You get a vibe right yeah. now. So, so yeah. you, you grow on people. He didn't have earrings. I have that a was a big thing for my that. dad. Yeah. yeah, dad hated earrings. Mike didn't have earrings, so that was good. The long hair, he could look right. best. But yeah. the earrings, he did not like earrings. Yeah, because all my boyfriends, even in high school, always had earrings. He, he used to drive them like crazy. It. Even Darren had earrings. We met, used to wear that Playboy bunny. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that must have impressed the old man. Yeah. <laughs> he loved that area. Yeah. <laughs> he used to tell me all the time. Mm. <laughs> ah, where are the Playboy areas? I'm pretty sure he glared yeah. at you for right. the first 10 years. That looks great. <laughs> yeah. Wow. yeah, he never really looked at me. He would just kind of glare. glare. He glared for the first 10 years at least. <laughs> yeah. So, who said I love you first? Oh. <laughs> That's a good question. Mike knew right away that we were going to be together. I did not. Hmm. What was going he on for said you? He knew sooner. I was just unsure. I had had bad relationships and wasn't sure about jumping into anything with anybody. And I had a son. I didn't let them ever meet my boyfriends or, you know, I wasn't about to jump into anything because I had a young son. So I took everything very slow. They never got to meet right away. How how long did you wait? Oh, it was probably five or six, four, five months, I would say, four or five months before Mike met him. Oh, yeah. 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 He, I, it wasn't until like summer break or something, you know? Yeah. What was that like for you? Oh, he was a lot of fun because, you know, he was uh, seven or eight <laughs> years eight old or something, then, you know? Yeah. So he was a lot of fun. He likes to play, you know, and he asked me to join him in playing immediately. So meeting him. So you found someone on your level. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I was able to chime right in. You know, I was like, oh, Bob, oh, cool. I'll sit and spin. I don't know. I'm getting dizzy. Did you have any concerns that she had a kid? No, that didn't really. I really just, that did not, you know. I think because of me, Annie you know? and Kyle, that was something that didn't bother him. Because okay. somebody would have to accept That's true. his sister and her son. That's an interesting you know? relation. But yeah. I could see that. I could see that. You were close with Kyle. I yeah, mean, you did a lot of stuff with them, and you hung sure. out with. And Kyle was this, you know, almost the same age as Michael. So basically, yeah. it was kind of like yeah. in the same. Which yeah. is so cool because they're so close now. They are, yeah, but they're only yeah. six months apart in age. All of us have had a kid before we all met. Like I had Alec, you had four, I had four. <laughs> yeah, and yeah, I had Michael. Yeah, wow. We're all blended families here. Yeah. 
Yeah. yeah. Which is the number one family structure or leading family structure in the United States. Well, that would make sense. Which is the blended family. This, yeah. yeah. Right. Like 60 something percent. Right. That's good though, in a way, I guess. Uh, it's it's rough on all of the situations, but at the end, you know, if, if that be the case and their families, then more power to them, you know, because that's, I mean, in this life, your family is a good structure or good people to have on your side yeah. going through. Well, I think it's I think it's really important for family to let to let kids know that family is is it's like what did he say? It's 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 an F word, but it's a good F word. Family's, family, family is absolutely good to have. You got to have family. When I remember when when we moved into uh, the subdivision by you guys, I mean we. We, we didn't really know each other that well. We, we'd see each other right. every now and then. That was right after the house Birthday parties. And we started, we started hanging Christmas. out. Christmas. We've, you know, we've that's, actually you know. become to be pretty good. We found yeah, out. Yeah, they're good the best of buds now. They we are. Just, we yeah, laugh we found at out two we're, peas we're literally pod two peas in a pod. Beth and I laughed right You were, right you were able to get over well, the fact that he was a well, biker dude. Well, our house burnt down, and so that was our rental. And now you're a scooter dude. It's not so bad. What's funny is when Darren and Karen first met, I never liked Darren. Oh, never. The first 10 years they were together, I hated there. Oh, yeah. I did not like him at all. No. So, the truth and then I married somebody yes, else. That's just like out. him. Yeah, exactly. You know? Yeah, and the two of them are, are great friends. And when one's mad, the other one can calm the other down, which we always find rather comical from the outside. <laughs> in case of an emergency, call your brother. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, oh, Mike's hitting Mike. It was Darren's Herman having today. a bad day. Yeah, come over. Yeah. Did you, Beth, did you witness Darren's growth? Yes. Yes, because oh, part yes, of the reason yeah. I didn't like Darren was because he was such an asshole when they oh, first was, got married. <laughs> I mean, he You're was, not to say he was that a here. bit of a no, 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 you can say yeah. you can. This is an adult program. We can bleep it out. Well, you know, he he had a drinking problem and an anger problem, and there were, you know, my sister was in the middle with my young niece and nephew at points. Yeah, and I didn't like it. Yeah, and this was, but before, I didn't like the affair either. Yeah, right. you know, well, that, I, I, I was didn't, an asshole before the affair. You, you were. were. <laughs> I agree. That's what got to it. And oh, then yeah. I was afraid to leave because he always told me he'd kill me if I left, and you know things like that. So then it would get yeah, that's, that, that's not what you want to tell your wife. That petrifying thing is like I can't leave either because he's going to hunt me down and kill me. You know, so it was a lot, but I didn't like keeping him you for together. A long time. <laughs> oh yeah, Fear. and now it's Fear, like what right. you're the glue that gets him here together. And now it's like what you're gonna leave? Hold on, let me let me get your suitcase. Hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> what changed my opinion was the fact that after the affair and after everything that had happened, that you still took Karen back, right, and were able we to say, together. you know, okay, we, things were screwed up. I was screwed up. You were screwed up. But let's try this again. And that's what changed my opinion about you. Because up until that point, I well, still didn't necessarily like you. We tried it, we tried it a little different. Yeah. I think Once you were separated, actually, I liked you more. This, yeah, the separation helped. I think it oh, helped yeah. us find ourselves. Well, and I was 19 when we got together, too. So I was really young. And not to mention now I'm 19 and suddenly stepmom of four kids. And, yeah. then, and then I had Jacqueline. You know, I yeah. was pregnant by the time I was 20. So it was like, wow. You were pregnant when you were 19. Well, I mean, but I had her by the time I was 20. So yeah. suddenly I have five kids. Woohoo. I have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> you know, I didn't have, I was the oldest. I had no exposure to kids babysitting. I didn't babysit. I wasn't that kid that had babysitted kids in the neighborhood. I didn't take child development in high school, you know? So I was like tossed in. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm like, a lot to deal with. You know? Sink or swim. Yeah. Pretty much. 
Speaking of sink or swim, so one time I actually stopped at the bar after work, and we were living in the basement. Of the my, we had one. Of my mom's? Um, yeah. In one of the townhouses? Yeah. Okay. And she was so mad at me that oh. <laughs> she decided to take a fork. Oh, my God. She took a fork and poked holes in the waterbed. <laughs> On my side. Okay. <laughs> well, it doesn't. What it doesn't do it like. It, the whole bed wet. Yeah, I was just saying it's going to get your side wet too. So you're not doing anything against him. So I'm laying there and I'm getting wet. And I'm not saying a word, and all of a sudden the water starts going over to her side, and she's like, "Why the hell am I getting wet?" And I'm like. Well, apparently there's a hole in our waterbed. I don't, it looks like there's a bunch of them over here. The thing just started springing <laughs> in the lake. She goes, that's right, asshole. <laughs> I poked holes in I the waterbed. I got water you. Bed. You're such a you Oh, back. yeah, I got you. I'm like, now well, I don't have a that. bed to sleep in. <laughs> <Right. laughs> We're going to get electrocuted in front oh, of here so that funny. is still on. <laughs> You're such a jerk. I'm going to poke holes in your side of the waterbed. You're it really made sense at the time. Oh, it, was funny. it was funny. How do you like that? You guys deal with conflict. Mm. You don't poke holes in your water bath. No. <laughs> <laughs> Depending on what it is. Sometimes there's arguing, yelling, and then we kind of have to walk away sometimes. And then we come back together and discuss it again. There's always that hairy moment where you have to speak your piece, you know. Hey, that's scary sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a little scary out there. <laughs> you know, you got to say what you got to say. And then you duck. And then you <laughs> or run one or yeah. the other. <laughs> no, we Watch don't resort to throwing friend. things. Or, you know, we've never been like that. You know, I think Mike early in our relationship once got mad and, well, and I punched the, punched the solid door. wooden door. I can't even tell you what the fight was about. <laughs> I broke two bones in my hand. <laughs> Taught yourself a lesson. It's sort of like poking uh, the hole in the water, water bag. Yeah, yeah. You break your own hand. Yeah. And the go. door didn't even have a dent. No. no. Yes, of course not. It was like, no. Well, the best is it was four days before Thanksgiving, and we had to go to his parents, and now he had to explain to everybody why, he's in why a he cast. had a cast. <laughs> because it was early in the morning, and something hey, everybody. Said, pissed him off, and he got mad and hit a door. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it was like morning, so it was like just a stupid morning thing. Now we don't really talk in the morning. Yeah, you just give them their oh, space. Oh, yeah, we've agreed that in the yeah. mornings. Oh. Neither See, of yeah. us are nice yeah. in the We're not really morning people. Morning <laughs> is an issue for you guys. Yeah. To, each, okay. to each other or anything. We both yeah. kind of are like, you we know, need our space on each side of the kitchen. Sure. Let me Cup get some coffee. coffee and wake yeah. up. How long did it take you guys to figure that out? Uh, uh, ten couple, years. Okay. No. Ten. <laughs> <laughs> it's been a couple of years. But. So that was a rough. That was a rough <laughs> ten years. <laughs> <of hearing. laughs> oh man! <laughs> Just dreading every morning. I don't morning. know if I'd say quite ten, <laughs> but like, yeah. it's no, been a couple it's of so years. It's quite a learning curve. <laughs> well, let's see. How long have you guys been together? We'll be married 13 years this month. This month. This is 13? Wow. Lucky 13? 13, 13. Lucky number 13. Lucky 13. 13. Yeah, you're right. You're no, we got you 14. in reverse next month. How long did you guys date before you got married? <laughs> Hold on. Wait. It's our 14th year. You're right. Oh. 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 Mike, Mike got it right. right. <laughs> I was going off of Harrison's age, but oh, I was no. wrong. It's a yeah, year above yeah. Harrison. Good job. Good job. Good job. <laughs> Winning. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got points there. <laughs> And how long did you guys date before you got married? Let's see. One and a half years. Yeah. Something year like that. And then you yeah. had that cool wedding down in Jekyll half, Island. Yeah. Yep. Tell us your engagement story. Oh, the wedding was cool. The wedding was cool. Oh. Okay. 
Well, I went and visited my father-in-law. You know, I well, I called him. I called him on the phone, which I didn't know. Did he glare? <laughs> Not on the phone. He <laughs> might have. <laughs> he might have. And I, I, I had a conversation with him. You know, made sure that I had conversation with him. I talked to him about you know marrying his daughter and all, and you know I felt that was the right thing to do. So oh, that's where I messed up, dude. I never even. <laughs> <had>. you know, <laughs> oh, so, Mike was the first boyfriend my dad liked. Which oh. didn't he didn't tell he liked me one guy, for a few years? But that was just because he was a marine <laughs> and they were both marines. But he didn't really like him his personality. He just said he liked him because he was because he was a marine. And, you know, <laughs> they stick together. But Mike was probably the first guy I dated that he liked. Yeah, he actually really liked. Really liked, yeah. 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 So after I, you know, had a conversation with him on the phone, I, uh, well, before, right before that, right before that, I started saving for a little, a little something, you know. It took a little while to save that up, you know. So I remember making the connection and being real conscious about why I'm doing that. And, you know, I was really, I was really hooked up with the whole idea and I was, I bought into it pretty well and, you know, and it was something that I think uh, I was ready to do. So with that all being said, I, I then I called her father and I was saving up for my little something and then we went out to dinner. You're talking I, about a ring, right? Mm-hmm. I'm talking about a ring. <laughs> okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. the four. Just to clarify, just to clarify a little something. Is, a little something. Okay, sure. Right. Yeah. Right. I got a little, a little diamond. Yeah. Yeah. Set in a little square on a little little ring, you know. Because through further conversation, you know, I find out that you know that she would like that square ring, you know, because I prod around, and so I made sure, you know, that I was going to get the right piece, and because you know I did the traditional method of going to pick it out myself, right? Yeah, you picked it out. Yeah, I picked it out myself, which I you think is the more job. traditional method, you know. nowadays, yeah. you know, people go out and they, and like, they look together, and it's like, here, I'll pick these four, and you come back and get one. No, of now, these now four. you you order it online now, <laughs> oh, and you have it shipped. Yeah. 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 That's right. crazy. Right. Oh, I don't like this one. Can I send it back? Yeah, right. right. <laughs> no, and you get a ring size yeah. when she's sleeping. So then we. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I'm not exactly sure how I actually figured that out. I did figure it out via some method. I had a friend of mine who actually did some jeweling work through his trade for years. He was in engraving, so he used to, you know, he etch took, people's names. Did you names take one of my rings and, and get him uh, figure so, out and have a measure or yeah. something? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, basically it was like that. And he had the forms to measure ring sizes, so it made that. <laughs> we were like, all right, you know. Cool, it fits. You know, so <laughs> we went to a I made sure I found though. out which ring, you know, she was wearing on fingers and stuff, you know, and I asked around, you know, like, how does that fit on that finger? Oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Trying to stealthy. Did you, know oh, real stealthy. Did you know Beth what he was doing? <laughs> I had an idea, but I didn't know when it was going to happen. I had an idea. But... Had you guys already talked about getting married? We had. Okay. I yeah. think we had. So you yeah. call her dad. I called her dad. We had a good conversation. Went well. He said okay. So yeah. then we went out to dinner. We went out to dinner. And yeah. uh, it was a restaurant right in our hometown of Crystal Lake. It's a nice steakhouse, but it's not even there anymore. Did they have steak? They have steak? Yeah. <laughs> it was. It was, it was John, John Evans. 14. Yeah, it was, it was okay. a nice Coast restaurant. But. See, you should have you should have <laughs> called have them. John there. Evans, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> nice you guys didn't have steak? No, the steakhouse was out of steak. Oh. <laughs> 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 they had pork chops. They had pork We had steak, but he proposed in the restaurant and... Everybody Got down on one knee, you know, traditional. Oh, I'm a nice. real traditional yeah. kind of fella, so. 
What'd she yeah. say? <laughs> she said, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 The catch to that is I was already pregnant, which most people didn't know yet. Oh. Yeah. Is it so coming out here on the podcast, yeah. expose. Uh-oh. Dun dun dun. The Day truth Day comes so, out. Well, just so you know, we <laughs> kind of figured it out. Yeah. <laughs> you were. <laughs> yeah. How did you guys include Michael, your son? I had Michael actually walk me down the aisle. He's actually who brought me up to the, you know, mm-hmm. up to the altar. The, we actually got married on a beach, so brought me down to the end of the aisle because I figured once I had a son. He's the one who had to like my choice, whether my father liked it or not. Mm-hmm. If my son had to approve, so he walked me down the aisle. There yeah. was a time was when I cool. made the conversation with Michael as well. I don't remember as much as uh, calling my father-in-law, of course, but I did have a talk, chat with him as well, you know, and I made sure that it was okay before the before you asked her. I did, I did, I did talk That's to cool. him about it. I says, "I'd like to marry your mom, and you know, would you be okay with that?" And, you know, and. To be honest with you, the Michael has always been a, Michael and I. We have always had a good relationship, and it's been an honest relationship. So, I mean, maybe that started that off in a real nice mm-hmm. way. Mm-hmm. It was trying when he was a teenager, but mm-hmm. what teenagers aren't? Isn't you know? trying, yeah. right? Oh, right. Yeah. But other right. than that, they always had a pretty good relationship. But yeah, I mean, you felt important to include him on the decision, right? Yeah, I mean, yeah. Beth made it really prominent, real, real up front early on in our relationship that Michael was her number one man, you know, she'll do anything for him first. And we always made sure at that point that, you know, he was included in, you know, everything. And, and to be honest with you, I think his father lived in Arizona. at the time. Yeah, he did live in Arizona at the time. So he wasn't really around much. So in the beginning, after, after a year or so, I think when they moved in, you know, he, we I, we also lived together about six months or so before we got married, and yeah, we we really struck up a good relationship. So you know, it worked out real well. Very cool. Yeah. yeah. How is your guys' relationship similar or different from your parents? Well, my parents got divorced, so it's, yeah, here we go again. My parents, <laughs> we had that conversation. It's the complete opposite end of different. the spectrum. Yeah, is way different than what my parents were. Yeah. My parents. Have they been on the podcast yet? No. <laughs> your, your dad is... We've been uh, trying really hard to get them. We have a can opener. We're trying to crack that, but yeah, so no. far... Your dad. You know, they've been together, gosh, you know, 43 years. years. Yeah. I remember, you know, making connections as we were growing up together, Beth and I, in our early stages of being married, you know. Those were, I think, the truly the hardest times as you're really trying to learn who each other is how we react to different things and how you react to the other person's reactions. So in the early stages, that's when the, you know, the door got hit. You know, we thought that was a good plan, good strategy. We learned quick. Yeah. We learned quick. I learned too to let him walk away and take a moment when he needs it. At first I didn't, you know. which is probably why the door got hit. Cause I probably just kept going and talking and, you know, and, and we did that early in our I'd relationship. I'd be willing to bet that's why that happened. <laughs> <laughs> Those sorts of things don't happen so much anymore. No. And I'd like to think that, you know, it's because, you know, we couldn't watch, uh, you know, my, my parents were together and we're always a good supporting staff, supporting role. How is it similar? I'd say 
I, as a child, you, you know, you watch your parents go through these things and how they kind of deal with their arguments, you know, you know, as much as, you know, we all think that, you know, they're not really listening, but, you know, as a kid, you kind of are. Oh, yeah. And so, yeah. yeah. Absorb. Oh, you're listening. Parents are like, they have no idea what's going on. I'm like, yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they can hear every they word do. you're saying, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when you're saying in the 10 decibels. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, if they're over the you age know. of six, they remember. Yep. I mean, yeah. so, so we've made it through that. And I don't know, uh, you find out, you know, as we get older and uh, it's a good thing and my parents have always been good supportive people for giving being a sounding board, you know. So, uh, you know, there's been a few times where we have had a difference of opinion, Beth and I. And, you know, so we'll, you know, Beth's really tough about her ideas. You know, she really <laughs> wants to. <laughs> she she <laughs> could be stubborn at times. Yeah. You know? yeah. And that made, you know, that made for a good conflict of battle, you know, and I too was the same way. I'm also Mike, pretty... Mike, Mike, not, not battle. Not battle. It's like more There's... like a war. Uh, no, <laughs> no, just, just confrontation. Not yeah. Not, yeah. Yeah. Confrontation, yeah. Confrontation, right. confrontation. We don't have battles yeah. anymore. Yeah. No battle. Not so much anymore. Yeah. We've learned how to deal with them better. Yeah. Much more. Much more space. Yeah. <laughs> so... Hey, usually ends up with Mike walking away, going. Rrr, rrr, rrr. Terry, and that may be the case, but it works yeah. for me. You know? Daggy, you, Daggy, are you home? <laughs> Daggy, come over. Hey, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. yeah. Daggy, yeah. you home? You got any beer in the fridge? I gotta come over. Yeah, you know, we we we've talked about this in other podcasts before, and that you know, there's research that shows that healthy couples and unhealthy couples fight in the same way. That they swear, yell punch things like doors, you know, when they're getting into a call fight, names. call names. The The only difference that they were able to find is that healthy couples make repair attempts. They're the ones that come back and say, you know, I'm sorry for what I said, or you know, I'm sorry for what I did. And, you know, I take responsibility for it. So, it, you know, just to kind of hear your stories and how you guys deal with conflict, it, 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 it doesn't like ring a bell. I mean, it doesn't like raise any red flags for us because mm -hmm. we hear this all the time. Yep. Right. It just seems like you guys were able to figure out how to manage the conflict, right? And find that balance point for, for each of you. My parents fought. Sure. <laughs> you know, my dad and your dad are brothers. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. I mean, did your parents fight? Yeah. 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 I, yeah. I remember kind of blocking the door because I didn't want my mother to try to leave, you know, and she was trying to like, threatened and she's I'm out of here that kind of thing see and my parents got divorced and I don't remember them ever fighting mm. no I don't remember them fighting either when it, they was got divorced. it was always quiet weird. it was always it was behind closed doors it was very yes. behind closed doors it was, doors. Yeah, behind closed it was doors. one day my dad came home and said I'm gonna move out I'm for gonna a while. move out I was uh, in high school what? I was like a sophomore and you guys were in grade school I think I was in second grade yeah when he said he he was going to move out and we were like what and then third grade when we moved out of Woodstock and mm -hmm. moved away from our family house. So that was a shock for you guys. Completely you didn't even see it coming. No, no wow. idea. Wow. You know, no I, I remember my dad yelling, but I don't think my mom did. <laughs> you know, I, I can't imagine your mother yelling no. about anything. And you know, she, she, we interviewed her on the podcast and she even said that like in her marriage with my dad, he was very dominant and that she's now the dominant person in her relationship. Yeah. <laughs> so she went through a huge shift. Oh, it rubbed off. Yep. Yeah. It does, <laughs> it does rub off after a while. Uh -huh. So conflict has, has changed for the two of you as well over time. Yeah. Right. 
Well, I think we deal with it much differently now. And like, like you said about the idea that how we own it and make responsibility and repair shortly thereafter, you know, we don't wait till the next day. Well, sometimes, but we try to go the effort and patch things up soon so that we're not really going to lead each other astray because we know that we get along well enough and that we have different of enough opinions that we're, and we're also very strong about it. Each one has its our own opinion that's really strong. <laughs> it's a good word. Uh-huh. Yeah. And <laughs> trying not to get in trouble. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> he, he turns and looks oh, at her yeah. as he's and saying he's strong, he's saying too. Right? He's looking at her. <laughs> going, yeah, it's it's strong. strong the right word? Strong? Is that okay? <laughs> I think it's, well, uh, it's, it's one word that works. You know, so. <laughs> yeah, you know, because you got to be flexible. You know, that's what helps out too, you know. That yoga helps with that. Well. <laughs> <laughs> I keep telling them that. But I think as you get older too, that you just, you're. Start more, to mellow out. You're vested into it more too. And you know that you want to make it work. It's, it's not like you want to get to work. sure no. if it's mellow out as you get older. I think as you get older, you tend to just let the small things go. So, yeah. Because yeah. it's, it's small it. and so tedious. And it's like, yeah, yeah. Okay, whatever. Well, the fight he broke you his know. hand, I couldn't even tell you what we fought about. Right. Yeah, you don't remember right. that. Yeah, you don't remember. I remember, remember the argument. The fight. And it, was yeah. probably, it was probably something stupid. It was, I'm sure, yeah. something dumb. Yeah, you know, yeah. But it wasn't about like uh, making a major purchase and you know, no, anything no. like that. Yeah. No, no, no. no. So uh-uh. goofy, like you turn the coffee pot on too soon. Yeah. <laughs> now the coffee. <laughs> <is out. laughs> yeah. Have you have you guys had some big challenges? Blowouts. I don't know if you had any blowouts. <laughs> <laughs> or, or you know, like you had a heart attack. I mean, there's people go through things in their life. We have, we have, we had uh, the year of my 40th birthday. We had a pretty tough year. Mm. I actually got pregnant and then had a miscarriage. Mm. And it was a really tough thing because we didn't know if we wanted the pregnancy. And we stressed about what we were going to do about it and how we were going to handle it and even looked into abortion and discussed all of our options and what we could do. And then I had a miscarriage. So, and it was, we had a real, that was a tough year. Mike had a hard time dealing with it and didn't know how to talk to me or comfort me. And I was just angry. Mm. That's an emotional roller coaster. It was. And I turned 40 that year. So I was like already (laughs) emotional. Right. It was a rough year. So it it took us, I would say most of that year to, it started at from pretty much when I turned 40 in February and it kind of went downhill from there. And then by, I would say, December, November, things had finally turned around for us. But it was a couple of months that we were not, I didn't like him at all. We weren't happy for a while with each other. Well, and the miscarriage happened inside of like a month. And it was, it was a real challenging time. It was about, about eight weeks, about two months. A man doesn't know how to comfort a woman in a time like that. No, it's not something you go through. No, it was just a really trying time. We were stressed out immensely that about the idea. I mean, we thought, you know, we there was a few ways to handle it, you know, so we didn't know what to do, what would be the best way to go. We explored options. It was tough. Had you guys made a decision before the miscarriage? We had. 
we had. It's not like it's something that's easy to do. So it wasn't yeah. really like that's yeah. something you could just go to your doctor and discuss. So yeah, right. It wasn't a very. It was a very difficult, very difficult time. We and had everyone's emotions were on high alert. Yeah. you know, and we weren't getting along too well. Yeah, not know. at all. No, it was pretty rough. We didn't tell anybody. Either. We didn't really tell mm-hmm. anybody because no, not till after the you fact. Know. You guys kept sure. it pretty close lips. Yeah, we mm-hmm. didn't tell anyone. So each of you guys are going through your own emotions about it. Yeah. Right. Your own turmoil. And then at the same time, does the conflict is happening between the two of you? Because I imagine there's guilt. I imagine there's, you know, just, you know, apprehension. Oh, yeah. You know, second guessing yourself, all of that. Well, I mean, our youngest Harrison was 11 at the time. And it was like, do we want to have another kid? Do we, we talked about whether we wanted to have another kid and do that all over again. Mm-hmm. And scared the crap out of us. Yeah, yeah, right? yeah. With yeah, with that separation. But I have to say, time. after that, we've actually, I think, communicated a lot better now because we weren't communicating those. I would say probably six or eight months. It was a tough few months. There. And were you, and were you each of you talking to anyone else about it, or is no. this before you shared it with anyone? I was talking to a girlfriend of mine about it. Uh-huh. it was the only I had one that was the only person I talked to about it. I took a year for me to tell somebody at work, and I had a real passing conversation. Like, the guy had told me that his wife had miscarried, and I had mentioned, I says, yeah, you know, that happened to us, too. Mm-hmm. You know? That was the first time. And that was the first time, and probably one of the only times I really ever talked about it. Wow. I don't talk about it much, and it was a challenging time. It was very... It was rough. Yeah. It was very Because we had looked into not what it would take to not have the baby and had an appointment well, we to go in about and a, talk a, to them. Put in the baby right. I don't know. You I know. don't know what we talked about. I don't know. We weren't, I don't know. It was a tough one. That's a really difficult conversation. Yeah. Right? yeah. It is. But we had appointments to go yeah, in and find out what the options were and what it would take to do adoption or to give blessed, the baby bro. up or to have an abortion and what, Everything what all happened. of it would be, you know? So we ended up having the appointment to go in and talk to him. And then about a week and a half before that, I had the miscarriage. What what were you thinking and feeling during that? Oh, I I was just I I was just so sad and angry and you know I wanted to have a baby. I was the mother of two kids already, mm-hmm. but I didn't want to have a baby at all. We were upset know? with each other yeah. on a level there. Yeah. You know, so our personal one to one relationship that you got was me that I got pregnant. Was, <laughs> oh, yeah. You got me pregnant. This is your fault. Yeah. yeah. So there was there was a lot of emotion with it and yeah and the blame yeah yeah, yeah. Do, do all women oh, blame sure. do all women do well blame? it was of back and forth you know uh, somebody had to do it <laughs> right I mean we put ourselves right on out there though right? <laughs> yeah literally yeah. we're like a bulldozer yeah. uh, in the way of it you know yeah. oh what what me I'm in a bulldozer what do you what do you mean. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I don't get the metaphors. I've, I've, <laughs> bulldozers and yeah, okay. <laughs> That's how I feel like sometimes you know you're going at it. You know, meaning if you're going at it, you know, not the <laughs> yeah. best of ways. Instead of cutting like a knife, you're kind of going. What, what are like we a talking about now? I don't, I don't, <laughs> just I, conflict. Let's just, conflict. Let's edit that part okay. out. Got right, it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he like a bulldozer. Mike likes his metaphors. Well, the bulldozers, yes. that's kind of interesting because, you know, especially bulldozers today, you got the nice air conditioned cage around you or heated. That's not the kind of bulldozer. I was going to say, no. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he's not talking about that no, kind of. No, he's, he's talking it's about really a hot. Really hot. It's like 95 <laughs> degrees hot. You still got to use ether to start it. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that hot, you know. You're sitting right up above that hot motor. Yes, sir. Know. I know it. I know. I get it. I know exactly oh. what you're talking about. There's the two peas in a pod. Yeah, two peas in a pod. <laughs> there they are. Yes. You're lucky you even got it. You're lucky you even got shade over your right. head. It's probably an open cabin. <laughs> <laughs> Looks like one of those Japanese, you know. You guys got a two for one deal when you purchased that, right? The two of you here, right? Yeah, you do. That's a fact. Yep. Yeah. Mm. I don't own a bulldozer. A <laughs> team roller? Just <laughs> yeah, I got a steamroller. Okay. Do you guys uh, think your guys' relationship is similar or different? I'd Maybe say now, different, but similar. Yeah. Now I traits. think we're all. Yeah. I don't know. I never really even thought. Yeah, about I never that. compared all of us. We just all sort of hang out all the time because she's my sister and she lives a block away. And yeah, yeah. Darren and Mike are friends, so we're always doing stuff together. Barbecue, yeah. Yeah, it's funny, I, I always feel that if, even if they wouldn't have gotten married and I would have met Mike, we'd probably be. We <laughs> They'd be friends. friends. <laughs> Absolutely, because huh. we both. They're a lot alike. Yeah. 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 It's kind of strange. <laughs> well, and Karen and I have always been close. I mean, we've always, I've always, you know, we've always been yeah, close. Yeah. I, I was going to say, I think all three of us sisters have been fairly close from the yeah. most part. We're sort of talkative. And... Are the two of you closer than Judy? your other sister? Yeah. Only because yeah. she's, she's in, in, in Atlanta. Yeah, oh, okay. She lives further away. Geography. We closer. Yeah. 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 I mean, we talked to her on the phone probably once a week at least. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The fact that Darren and Mike get along makes it a little easier to spend time together. Yes, yes. Yeah. Well, it's interesting because, didn't. you know, we learn about relationships as children growing up. You guys grew up in the same home. So you're either going to do something similar or opposite, you know, and yeah. you'll always find a partner who knows how to do that dance. So yeah. it's, it's a cool thing, you know. I'd say they've both gone completely opposite of their parents. Yeah. Yeah, for the most yeah, part. Absolutely opposite. I, I never mean, wanted to have that. Even my Michael's dad, we were never married. We were together for a long time, but we never got married. But I never wanted to have that be an issue. You know, I just wanted to, you know, I didn't want to do what my parents did. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to fight. I didn't want to argue. I didn't want to. I but wasn't going to get married until it was, you know, after they got divorced. Well, yeah, it then was they, constant they still arguments, fight now, you know. But I never wanted to have that type of a relationship. Yeah. And so I waited till I was older to get married. No, and you know, the other thing, too, is your mom, your mom never really said she didn't give you like messages to tell your dad. She more or less just went through her lawyer all the time. But well, she they never, were both jerks. Yeah, they I know. Were, but they were both, you know, I mean, they but really they, she, she didn't she didn't use you guys to give messages. No, she to tried him, not to. And he didn't use you guys to give messages. No, to her. they tried to keep us out of it. They just didn't. They like did. They, they really put did. you guys in the middle. But then. they yeah. put you yeah, guys in the middle. Yeah, they tried not to do sometimes. that. And I mean, no, they did put you in the well, middle sometimes. Oh no, my dad would be a jerk and not pay a medical bill because my mom, you know, would be like, "Here, you got to pay this." They'd be playing soccer, and mom paid for soccer, so dad showed up. So she pulled Judy and Beth off the field because dad wasn't going to watch a soccer game that he didn't play for pay for right. and, and how old I were mean, you guys so, when they got divorced i was eight i was 17 18 and i felt kind of left in the lurch because mom moved out and moved with you guys and i was left at the house with dad and then dad moved out and got his apartment and i was left in the house by myself wow not knowing what to do i didn't know how to pay bills or do anything i think that's why i latched onto a boyfriend as early as i did mm-hmm. and they didn't tell you anything it was a shock to you guys so it was just all of a sudden dropped in your lap yeah and it was pretty much dropped to in our lap figure out how to deal with that yeah, yeah. 
They, I mean, yeah. they didn't fight. I don't remember them. I don't remember fighting. them fighting. I don't right. remember. They arguments. had other couples that they went and did things with. They were on bowling leagues and in bingo, and there was other couples that they hung around with that I can remember growing up. It's the bowling league. It's yeah, the bowling, know, right? <laughs> you know? That's bowl. <laughs> but for all you listeners, we're all on the same yeah. bowling league too, right? <laughs> oh, yes, shit. we are. It's going to be bad. <laughs> <laughs> so here's a question for all of you. What is it that your partner does that you know they love you? <laughs> what is it that what now? What is it that your partner does that you know that she loves you? Oh my god, she does everything. <laughs> he gives me back massages. She, when I ask. Yeah, I I don't know if I get that. I don't really get well, you try and give a massage. Yeah, I don't give massages. But it's often. every morning. My lunch is always ready and I have coffee ready. And she always makes sure that because she knows that I'm not a morning person myself. <laughs> <laughs> so if I don't have to get up and rummage around and make coffee, she knows that she can sleep longer because she gets up early. Well, and the noise level when I'm trying to make coffee can be. <laughs> right. Loudly. <laughs> Because sometimes you just can't get the filters apart. Yeah. So he goes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So he goes to work. To You're half asleep trying to get filters <laughs> apart, and it's like, no way. Come on. Yeah. So he goes to work at a job that I know he doesn't like, but he's doing it to support our family. And so I, in return, try to make your home life as easy as possible. Your laundry's always. No, done. I love my job. Really. Your, your lunch is packed. Your vitamins, your coffee's made. You know, there's nothing in yep. your way. The sugar canister is full. Anything I could possibly think of, you know, to make it easier because, yeah, you know. You and what does he do that makes you feel loved? We'll go into a job that he hates every day as one of them. I used to like my job, but my job started to really get it's on my wearing on last him. nerve. But he's attentive. He comes He comes in and uh, like even this morning, he was like, hey. Let's come back to bed and just lay in bed. And we were laying back in bed, and the cats crawled in bed naked, with us. You naked, know? <laughs> of course. Uh, you know, yeah. It's a Saturday morning, so, so you're gonna. Sometimes it gets the, cuddly, and, and yeah, then we ordered, like I said, we details. ordered IHOP this morning, and I was like, "Oh, let's have Ooh, IHOP delivered." Not necessary. <laughs> totally necessary because anybody can lay there with their clothes on. It's an attention thing, I think. You know the it's kind of attention, attention I need, and you, I know the attention you right. need. And and I know that you like to cuddle in bed so i try and make it so it's watch my cool. silly movies occasionally on tv i'll watch some i'll watch your stupid me. movies every I'll, mean, watch your, <laughs> I'll watch your garage rehab shows or whatever motor making right. something what about the two of you guys <laughs> i guess it's just you know everything from waking up together and she makes my lunch in the morning and she goes to her job and she'll do still you know laundry and cook and make things to eat and how, how do i know that she loves me you know she doesn't leave you know she sticks around you know? <laughs> <laughs> i think that says a lot yeah, you know? still there that, that, yeah. does, that does say something the dude with a huge four by four down the street's not dropping her off at the house at five o'clock <laughs> right you know that's always a good one well, like I said, he gives me massages anytime I ask. He's always really good about that. But just the little things, you know, like when he can see that I'm crazy and he empties the dishwasher for me, you know, or just the little things, you know. 
making my coffee and, you know, knows how the sugar I like in my coffee. And he drinks it black, but he knows exactly how I like mine, you know, and he'll do it. You know, it's just the little things coming home every year on my birthday with flowers. Being that my birthday is Valentine's Day. Yeah. (laughs) I always get flowers on my birthday. So, you know, those are things he always does. Always brings me flowers. You know, so it's the little things. The little things. Well, Darren, Karen, Mike and Beth, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We really appreciate you guys telling your stories. You know, human beings have been sharing stories for thousands of years to heal and bond and grow. We hope by you guys sharing your story, it's enriched your lives and the lives of our listeners. As soon as I find a cave, I'm going to go ahead and do some hieroglyphics on our entire marriage. <laughs> so that way, in the, in, that way in 3,000 years from now, when they're checking caves, they'll see what a life story we had. There you go. Or we could just give You're, you the recording. Yeah, there you go. It's a lot easier. It is the modern age. Right. You could go time capsule with that. Yeah. We, we, we do us. call him the caveman from thank time you to very time. Much. Yeah, thank you guys for having us here. It has been awesome being part of your show. Mike's ready to sing. <laughs> we're, glad to, we're glad to be part of it. We're glad to learn something new. Like, about each cool. other and about, about, about all of this. So. <laughs> For all you listening, if you have any questions or topic suggestions, again, please feel free to leave a comment and look us up online at couplesynergy.com. Until next time, synergize your life, synergize your love. You have been listening to Couple Synergy with Dr. Ray and Jean Kedkodian. Couple Synergy was recorded edited, and produced by Dr. Ray and Jean Ketkodian, along with Organizational Director Calvin Javier and Marketing Coordinator Bridget Reese. Voiceover and music entitled Breathe and Let Go was recorded and composed by Gina Gonzalez. <laughs>